Just rants. Whenever tapping out, we're putting the most minutes in you. Already know what that's about. You know that win is win. Crush whatever's on task. Check the podcast. It's the champ and the tramp. Let the ball blast. Hey, what's up, everybody? Champ and the tramp, episode 15. Man, we're just gonna keep rolling them out, man, in these desperate times here with this uh damn coronavirus. We're not gonna try to touch on this subject too much just because it's like being a dead horse at this point. It's kind of depressing. Well, um, we're going to do a, like, a Q&A today, man. Um, no guests. Obviously, Lou, our producer, producer extraordinaire, is going to uh, read some questions that we you guys uh, put up on our Instagram pages. So uh, we'll do that. If we go off topic, you know, just keep it moving, have some fun, uh, keep it light. It, we, we do have some coronavirus questions. Maybe we'll hit them first. Yeah, there's, there's some here, yeah. All right, so, cool. Real quick for you guys, Lou is here every day with us, all 15 episodes. He's been here. He's the guy that syncs everything, edits everything, puts everything together, and gets it out there to you guys so you can watch it because Frankie and I are fucking idiots. But he's behind camera. I got to come up with a good Nick Grom. Lou Grom. Today he's, I'm gonna come up with he's a on camera. I'm gonna come up big with a perm. I've called a big perm. Big perm. So I met Lou maybe 15 years ago. He lived with his dad <laughs> when I met him. I went into his house, and there's a picture of a skinny dude with an like a white boy afro on a, on the TV stand. And I'm like, who is that? And Louis like, it's me. I'm like, that's <laughs> who he's like, yeah, big, that's my senior. Big Dude, like it, me, so like I, me, like I had. I call him Big Perm. Like your last one? Yeah. No, it was definitely bigger. Bigger, yeah. nice. Full curls, like nice. Big Perm curls. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I All call right. him Big Perm. So ladies and gentlemen, Big Perm. Big Perm in a house. We almost lost Big Perm to the gout, but he survived. <laughs> I didn't have gout, people. No gout. We thought it was gout. <laughs> All right, let's go with the first question. It's not a corona question, but... How do you feel about college kids and even some families still going on spring break despite being told to stay home? Party on, Wayne. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Honestly, it's uh, kind of irresponsible. I don't know. You know, I, I have some buddies that I think they didn't know, you know, the, the magnitude of this, and they did go out, and maybe they regret it now. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just do the responsible thing, man. Just stay in. It sucks. These, these spring breakers, I get it, man. If I was a young kid, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed, but... I mean, this is unprecedented times. This is something we've never dealt with before. You know, these kids could, you know, got to hold off, man. Sometimes we're all going through sacrifices. Everybody across the board, uh, whether you're a high school kid, a, a spring break kid, college kid, hey, you got to deal with it. Uh, I essentially agree with that. Um, I, I would say this. If I was a young college guy, you're right. You're an eternal optimist when you're that young, when you're that youthful. Like I used to do shit back then. You used to do shit back then. We would never even think about doing now, putting our lives in jeopardy because you just don't, you're such an optimist. You don't think about it in that regard. And they're really low risk for the most part of not of getting it, but dying from it. But it's being irresponsible because if you get it, you're putting other people at risk, right? You're putting, you know, the elderly at risk. You're putting uh, high risk people with, you know, um, immune system deficiencies so yes ultimately it's irresponsible behavior as an older guy as a dad now i would frown upon that but i, I have to be honest if i was younger and college kid i'd i'd probably fucking go because you just don't realize the day as a boomer you know as a boomer you stay home <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when i was surviving through world war ii i stayed yeah, home I stayed yeah. home <laughs> yeah i mean you know it, 
that's the thing. These kids, they they thinking now. They're not thinking the future. They're not probably thinking clearly that hey, maybe they can affect someone in their family that's old or stuff like that. And plus the fact that you're you're in Florida or wherever your spring break is, and you're from a different place, mm-hmm. you you spread it, get it, and then you bring it home. Everyone's right. bringing it home to all their places. That's the problem. That's the danger. So if you're yeah. gonna go, here's my advice to you, spring breakers. If you're gonna go, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna kind of you know. Flip your finger to the to the man to the system, if you will. And, wear a uh, condom. At least wear a condom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the least of what they're going to do. When you come back, it's your responsibility to not go hang out with grandma and grandpa. You know what I mean? Like, so uh, so don't stop by <laughs> Roger's house at all. <laughs> exactly. 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 Yeah, you young girls, college spring breakers, don't come over to my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> come over to my house. Come over. Come over. All right, I'm going through a whole bunch and. Uh, there's at least three or four of them, totally off topic. I guess nothing's really off there topic. Is no There's nothing off topic here. Yeah, it's all game. In the, in the Roger, are you going to get married again? <laughs> so this is what I learned long ago, a long time ago. Never, and I mean literally about any subject matter, never say never about anything. Mm. Like Never say never about anything. Hmm. But that being said, I would say I'm 99% not going to get married again. Is Would you get married to a dude? <laughs> you. He said never. Don't. Would, he said never. Nah, don't I, say never. I would, I would don't marry, say never. I would marry you. <laughs> uh, you don't think you'd get married ever again? I mean, you say that now, ninety nine percent sure. Because listen, I did I, not want to get married the first time. I, I, Lou was my best friend. He could testify to that. Lou, did I want to get married? No, 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 I did not want to get married at all. Not because I didn't want to be with Jenny, or not because I was living some lie or anything like that. I just knew we weren't even close to being in. The time wasn't right. The time was not right. I wanted to get to a much more stable place, which never really happened, and that's due to such contrasting personalities. Now, listen, that being said, I have no regrets. I hope Jenny doesn't. She may have a million, but Mm. um, we wouldn't have the two children we have if we didn't spend that time together. You know what I mean? So I I don't have any regrets. I did get married. I'm a big boy. I take responsibility for it, but I I did not want to get married. So, no, I don't think I would ever ever get married again. I always say, I mean, you know, I always say if I get divorced, I will never get married again. Right. That's what I say, but... You know, I I, I, I did I tell you this? I might have said this already, but I'll say it again because I think it's really good advice for you young folk out there. Uh, Right before I was about to get married... My uh, guy worked for my dad. Yeah, yeah. do we talk about this? No, but you've told yeah, me. Right. We, yeah, we, <laughs> it's good advice. <laughs> it's good advice. Right before I got married, he said, "Kid, this guy worked for B- Bubba. He worked for my old man, plumbing guy." Any guy named Bubba gives yeah, you advice. Chances you are, it's solid advice. Hell yeah! He said, "Listen, kid." He said. Buy your pussy and eat in diners. You'll save a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of true, man. It's, it's kind of true. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you really want to live, but you'll save you'll save a buck or two. You die some hellacious worse disease than the coronavirus. <laughs> buying your pussy. Yeah, this is true. You know anybody that's let's, let's go off topic a little bit since we're since you just said that. Not you because I know you've been with Renee for a long time. But do you know anybody that's ever paid for a prostitute? I never have, and I know a ton of people that have. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I'm not naming names. I'm just saying. Yeah, I could probably think of one or two that I know. If you were single, would you do it? Would I do it? Uh, I mean, I, no. I, 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 I think I, I don't need to. You know, some people need to. I love the art of masturbation too much. I just, <laughs> I, no, I, but I, I think the art of, of conquering something like you, you know, you get a new girl, you come into, what am I talking about? I haven't, I have you know, I've been with my wife since I was 19, so right, I'm that, that's, talking as drunk. Like, I know what I'm talking Right. Like, like what I would. Conquering a girl on a fair playing ground where. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. why I would never yeah. pay for it. I can't right. imagine paying what, for Like, what did Tupac say? What did he say? Why pay for pussy when the dick's for free? Oh, oh look at go. that. Look at that. See? Well, you were a biggie guy. I'm an everything guy. Come on. 
All right. All right Keep then. it moving, Lou. What do you got? All right. I think this one's important. Um, how do you watch the podcast? I mean, that's I can answer Whoa. that. Anyone can answer that. That's Let's go, Lou, the producer. Yeah. Let, Come on. Produce, Lou, produce us an it's not my show. It's Champ and the Tramp, not <laughs> Champ, Tramp, and... The big perm. <laughs> All right, listen. You watch the show on YouTube, mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast app, on Spotify app, on Podbean. No, no, no that's... On, he kind of misquoted there a little bit. You can listen to it on many platforms, any platform which hosts... Podcast oh, okay. to watch it. They said you can only watch it on one format, and that's YouTube. YouTube. Right. And I think that's the best format. It is because yeah. you you don't have to watch it. You can just listen to it if you want. Yeah, I, mean, I listen. I'll be honest. I I don't listen on you watch or listen on YouTube because I'm in my car when I listen. Mm-hmm. And if you have it on YouTube, you can't use like navigation or a phone call. Mm-hmm. Well, not to use a phone call anyway, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You got you got to keep that. You got to keep it running for YouTube. You, gotta, you can't you right. can't close it. All right, here's a good one. Shoot, what's your both your guys' most embarrassing moment. Embarrassing. My most embarrassing moment. Mm. Well, I think I'm not going to tell you my most embarrassing moment, but I will <coughs> tell you one. Well, that's not right. <laughs> I don't know my most embarrassing. I'm not embarrassed that easy. Yeah, I don't easily. Get embarrassed that easy. I mean, getting fucking chipped up on national TV is pretty embarrassing, you know. Yeah. But I'll tell you something different. I, I was on. I was a ba- uh, playing baseball. I was on first base. I hit a hit a pitch. I don't know if I, I hit I hit to get on or whatever. I'm on first base. And I didn't know that they're switched to pitchers. The pitcher's warming up. My coach gave me the, the steal signal, and I stole the base with the pitcher warming up. <laughs> that was kind of embarrassing. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, a couple things come to mind. Obviously, my public, uh, you know, I guess embarrassment, but uh, that wasn't really due to me. Um, I can I can remember a time I was at work, right? I had this one account, and it's this is not – Embarrassing on a grand scale, but it definitely happened. Um, I had this one account. I did it every week. I did it like two times a week. It was a, a, a diesel delivery that I did. And I knew everybody in the office, and, and they requested to sign the ticket. They, the actual um, account always wanted to sign the ticket after you made the delivery. So I made this delivery. It was this place in Wall Township. Made the delivery. I went to take the ticket in to sign it, and I was like halfway to the office. And they, you know, it's a big window there. It's a busy, busy yard. They saw me walking in, same guy I deal with every time, and everybody in the office, whatever, sees me walking in, and I farted, and I <laughs> shit my pants. Ah, oh, he sharted. He sharted. So, but it was bad, bro. And I just turned around. Like, I couldn't go in, right? So I turned around. I walked back to my truck, and I just pulled out of the yard without getting the ticket signed, and I went to. Um, Wall Stadium, where they race cars, <laughs> and I went out in the woods and took my underwear off. And oh off. man! Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's still there. Yeah, I don't know. You want to go dig it up? <laughs> no, oh. no. Actually, I do remember something that was uh, a, a little embarrassing. Um, geez, what was I? Just, I, I just slipped my mind. <laughs> I, just, I did that last episode. We're we're fucking oh, horrible. Goodness, no way. What were you going to say? Oh, no, yeah, was, listen, he's got an excuse. Last episode, I completely brain farted on something. Forgot what I was talking about. This guy gets hit in the head constantly. He can just always go back to that. Like, hey, I get hit in the head. I do. I yeah. got no excuse. Yeah, I kinda, I'm just kinda dumb. Slipped my mind actually. Wow. Right. If you could well, sit you, down and talk to any person, living or dead, who would it be? Questions for both of you, obviously. Jeez, <sighs> I think I think in light of times going on right now, because I'm such a proponent of them, I would want to speak to our forefathers. <laughs> I would. I would want to speak to... Which for? Oh, God. You can put me on the spot? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, obviously the people that wrote our constitution. It's, it's not four. It's not. There's not four of them. I know, idiot. <laughs> I said our forefathers, you fucking idiot. But you said which four of them? So it could be four. Yeah, yeah. It still right. could be four. You're right. You're right. John <laughs> Adams. Um. Uh. Herbie Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> John Hancock. <laughs> How about you? Who would you want to? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I always liked Theodore Roosevelt as a president. Teddy, I'm rough, the rough rider, baby. He was, you know, a little rough around the edges. Yeah, that's why they call walk, him. Walk, walk softly, carry a big stick. Yeah, he did judo. He, he was, did. I yeah, didn't know he that. did judo. I think he wrestled. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but they did call him, a, you know, the rough rider because because yep. he was. So you know, maybe him. Um, didn't he? Was he was he was he the president that did the Panama Canal? Was he during that time? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It escapes me. You know, yeah. we ended up giving that back to Panama, though, right? After all that. Yeah, recently. Recently. Yeah. yeah. You know, they stay use the American dollar in Panama, too. I know. Yeah. I know. You, know, you can learn something here. The knowledge. Huh? It's uh. just, you know. Like, it's it's like dumb knowledge, though, that nobody I mean, listen, could ever use. Listen, listen we're fucking using it. We're using it tonight, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that fucking embarrassing moment. I thought it was pretty good. Obviously not. It'll come back. It'll come back. What would you do if today was your last day? I, I know what I would do. If today was my last day on earth, I would spend the day with my kids as much quality time as I could. I would lay with them in bed till they fell asleep, and I would do what I do every single night they're with me. I would talk to them because they're just so peaceful when they're sleeping. It's the only time they're peaceful. And I would tell them how much I, I love them, and then I would obviously leave and because I wouldn't want them to wake up with Dad dead, and I'd probably drive to Maine. And what I if would... you disappeared? It didn't say what happened to you. What if you just... Yeah, went I, to would pixie go to, dust. I would go to Maine went and I would, pixie dust. I would go you to the, the lake that I grew up on and I would die next to the lake I grew up on. That's where you want to die? Uh, probably. If, if you I could mean, pick a spot to die? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't care where I die. But I would want to spend the whole day with my kids and then go to sleep with them because I there's nothing I love more. That's literally the highlight. I mean, this probably sounds fucking weird, but I love laying next to my kids and just watching them sleep and just talking to them while they're sleeping. Because they say subliminally, right? They, they, you, your mind hears it. Yeah. I tell them. So fucking twenty right? times a night, how much I love them when they're sleeping is weird. I know, but I'm weirdo. I'll, I'll, if I, you, the other night you turned me down, but I was gonna lay next to you and Renee. Were you gonna whisper sweet things whisper, in my ear? I was gonna tell you how much I loved you because you look like my kid when you're sleeping. <laughs> but fucking, the same size, fucking peanut, peanut boy over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the last day, I, I, I'd probably do the same thing. You know, I mean. That's you can't the, steal the, my idea. No, gonna, I'm just saying the most. Die the most next to my lake and me. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to sleep next to Roger's kids <laughs> and, and talk to him. <laughs> I guess that has to be your answer. Really, no, no, right? but it really is though. Like, dude, Mike, yeah. what's the most important thing in your life? True, true. I mean, Absolutely. you know, if you don't have a kid, you don't understand that. But your kids are the most important thing in your life to be their last memory. Like, spent the you know my spent the day with my and then them have some weird subliminal cognitive memory of me talking to them. When they were sleeping, you know, if that exists, you know, your dad's the biggest guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, your dad's muscles are so big. <laughs> All right, Roger, our boy Jesse. Ah, our boy Jesse wants to know: Have you ever neared your asshole before for <laughs> I mean, a female or just for fun? This well, seems like a loaded question. By well, the way, first so. of all, I know why Jesse answered that. And by the way, Jesse Holt is who he's talking about. Jesse, who was a guest here, who's really good friends with Frankie and I both. Um, it is a loaded question because and me too. Because 
he had an ex-girlfriend, Jesse, that used to be into some freaky shit and used to like to toss his salad, so she made him nair his asshole to do that. So that's why he asked. But I actually, just for sanitary reasons and because for whatever reason I'm fucking Chewbacca and I'm hairy, I hate hair, I nair my asshole probably every week or two. I actually, Dude, what? I for actually, sanitary? How is this? San- you think it's, it's more sanitary? You, sh- with, you shit. You don't get no dingleberries? Yeah, right. When you, you shart, when you shart right, the whole my, time, you listen, get some you want to see, see my asshole? No. It's fuck fucking no, bare as, as no. a baby's body. No, I do. I, I, I'll, I'll take but, the razor to it sometimes. Uh, I can't do a Shave razor. I just put. I get in the shower and put some fucking nair on my ass every, I don't yeah, know, probably. couple I weeks. did nair when I was a kid in like high school. Listen to this. I fucking had cuts all over me. You want You want a good nair story? So again, you heard a little bit about Daytona and how crazy Daytona used to get with 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 the freak show that came back to the room. I told Lou this story about nearing my ass. So we know we know for sure he would still be at fucking spring break. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I told Lou the story. Lou is kinda like me, he's a little bit of a Chewbacca himself. And I uh oh actually that was the weekend, um it was a crazy weekend. We not a week, we went for the whole weekend. We went for the whole week to bike week in Daytona. Uh, Lou actually shaved his chest, but shaved DSB into his chest in a pouring rainstorm because we used to have a, a stunt bike riding club called Dirty Shore Boys that actually Lou and I started. Boy, what year would that have been, roughly? Oh. Anyway, it was like one of the OG riding team. He shaved DSB in his chest and then went out riding in a pouring thunder and lightning rainstorm. We actually got video of it somewhere. And then we came back to the hotel room, and I was telling Louie that for sanitary reasons, he should nair his asshole. And he's like, "What? I, I've never done it. What are you talking about? And I happened to have some with me. I gave it to him. He left it on too long and burnt his a- His oh, asshole was dude. like, it looked like a purple people eater. It was oh, fucking. And he wasn't scared. He was bending over like, it burned so bad. Oh, Look at it. Dude. The thing was like pulsating. It was horrible. You know they say, <laughs> this is, you know they say, the asshole, the lips on your asshole, are exactly no. My asshole doesn't lips. have lips. The lips. I mean, the skin. On the, <laughs> <laughs> right, no, if slow, you got lips on your asshole, bro, <laughs> bro. Listen, roll down. I'm, roll down. I'm no, staying, let, let me explain. Listen, let me explain. Let me explain. I'm staying over why, tonight. This is why I said that. The li- the skin on your asshole is the same as the skin on your lips. Well, uh, listen. There are girls who do drugs through their asshole because the nerve endings Not. are so close. Right. It's like super sensitive. Right. Not super sensitive. I think it's just it goes into your blood system a lot quicker. Because the the not because you're because you have lips on your asshole. You're the one that said lips on the asshole. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm telling you, it's I'm the not, same skin. Supposedly, I'm not saying you eat it. Pucker like up, pucker up, real quick. Pucker up, pucker <laughs> up. You got me with the sh- <laughs> teeth. <laughs> yeah, you got me with the teeth thing. You already eat dick. All right. So anyway, yeah, you're learning a lot about us on this episode. Lou and I both narrow our assholes. Frankie tried it once, but didn't like it. No, no, I never narrowed it, my asshole. A well, buzz, a buzz, you're, you're like a little, to it. You're like a little twink Wait, boy. Wait, your you're asshole? Not, you're, not, you're not hairy anyway. You just anyway. said you buzzed it? No, nah, I never buzzed my asshole, what? obviously, but I put the razor to it. How do you put a what? razor to your asshole? Bro, like a, like a shave, shave. You spread it? Yeah, but how do you get there? I can't do that. I can't. With a mirror, bro. I'm not a big oh. fucking. I'm, I'm, I can, oh I can stretch. Squat I can stretch pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, all right. Nary's better. This Nary's the, better. Hey guys, by the way, there's something out there called the manscaper. If you're a little on the hairy side, there's this thing called the manscaper. I just bought it like a year ago, and supposedly it came out with a new one with a bigger head. You can get all those hard to reach places. So yeah, you get the hiney hole, dude. I hate with hair. the man. With the man. Apparently, my mom or my dad are Chewbacca because I'm hairy for some reason. I hate it. Uh, you're just old, bro. I'm old. Yeah. He's got hair out of his ears and shit. I'm a fucking silverback. <laughs> but don't worry, I clean all that shit up. You don't see any of it. I hate hair. Next question. Yeah. 
Frankie, can you talk about fight week? Uh, tampering, mindset, weight control, training philosophy. Yeah, fight week. So for me, uh, as far as tapering goes, I I don't have to. I don't taper. I think as much as most because um, I don't cut as much weight. You know, this next fight I will be cutting down a little more, so that might might change. But usually, I I, I you know I train pretty hard right up to Saturday the, the, of the week of the fight, Saturday before the fight. And then I fly out to wherever we're going, and uh, I do usually, I run run in the morning. I like to do two workouts, you know. Uh, I'll run in the morning just like 15, 25 minutes. It's not crazy hard. Just to get outside usually wherever, wherever at, what venue we're at. Get the air in and whatnot. And then uh, I'll do run-throughs at night. So it's like, you know, 25, 30, you know, like five rounds, six rounds of uh, a specific training, you know, whether wrestling, pad work, you know, jiu-jitsu, defending stuff, um, entries, you know, all, all different type of stuff like that. Uh up until about Thursday, and Thursday I just cut my weight and and, and then fight. Um, but what what else was the question? Tapering, weight cut, uh, mind control. Yeah, mindset, man. Mindset week of, uh, you know, uh, I try not to get too zeroed in early on. You know, early when I first started fighting, you know, I, I used to get, I'd find out who I was fighting, I would get nervous right away. And if I thought about the guy, I would get nervous. And that just eats at you, you know. So I kind of try to keep my mind off it. You know, in training, you're thinking about it because that's when you want to think about the guy. But when I'm away from training, that's why I kind of try to keep my mind off it. And I got to the point now where, you know, even fight week, I could, you know, keep my mind off it until I'm ready to think about it. But usually fight day, usually after weigh-ins, I start kind of really zeroing in. And uh, on fight day, fight morning, at, at breakfast, I'm usually a little quiet. I'm starting to get kind of in, in the mode. But, uh, you know, I try to hold back and not get into complete fight mode until I walk into the arena, man, because you don't want to waste any of that energy. Now, some 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 opponents. Uh, every opponent's different, but some are just built like fucking brick shit houses and hit like Matt Sean Shirk. Were you did his size and and you know when he hit pads, I heard he hits like a fucking beast. Does that get in your head at all, or doesn't matter to you? Doesn't matter to for opponent? me. No, I, I mean I'm sure maybe some other people, but I've never been scared of an opponent. You know, I always I respect all my opponents. That's something I never do. I never. Think like oh, I'm gonna run through this guy because I mean, dude, we watch fights. I see fights so many of them. We, we, even the guy that thinks it's supposed to win doesn't sometimes. Yeah, so. Happens all the time. Yeah. yeah so that's I, why I don't mind taking bets with you over who's gonna win fights because yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Can go right, anywhere. Right. So you know, I always like I said, I've never been into a fight where I didn't think I was gonna win, even the ones I did not win. Mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna win. I think that's the mentality you need to have. You got him. Yep. Let's stick with the fighting. Uh, out of any of your opponents, when you were king of fifty-five. Was Benson Henderson the most difficult to deal with? I'd say yeah. Tough Benson, injury, yeah. I would say. Um, the injury I had to deal with him was a pain in the ass. But yeah, uh, he was big. He was, you know, he fights at seventy, I think, sometimes cool. now. So he was a big guy. Uh, you know, those fights were super close. I mean, I I thought I I thought I won both of them, but you know, I mean, I didn't. You know, the judges didn't. Uh, second one even more so than the first, but uh, he he was man. He was he was tough. He was athletic. He had good wrestling. You know, he looks like Jesus Christ. He's like probably the real Jesus Christ, you know, because really, real Jesus Christ wasn't a white guy, right, right, right? right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. He's he probably does. like the real Jesus. Yeah. You think he, yeah, came back? You should, you should have said a little prayer to he him. He got some freaking Jesus gifts with those judges' scorecards. <laughs> 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 Was that woman that you were talking about? One of the judges on that fight? I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> is Cody part of your camp now? No, yes, that's a good Co- question. Cody that's a good is question. man. Cody is part of our camp. He's also still with Alpha Male. Um, you know, you're eyeing those guys, but he's doing his camps here. Uh, you know, working with Mark and Ricardo and, and myself and everybody else on the team. Uh, he actually just got uh, 
you know, he had to pull out of his fight, which it didn't matter. The fight got canceled anyway. But uh, he had some issues with uh, with um, like some kidney yeah, issues and stuff. So okay. he's getting that all squared away, and then uh, probably jump on a card. Hopefully, me and him get on the same card. Here's a question for you: Any chance you guys could fight each other? No, nah, I don't think so, man. I don't think there's there's a need for it. You know, we train together. There's plenty of guys in 35 pound division to fight. So I think there's no, no reason that we'd have to. Now, there's a couple guys on the 135 division that you're friends with. Obviously, Marlon. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Cody. Um, what if? Let's just say, just let's just do some foreshadowing possibilities. You guys are ranked top three, one, two, and three. I mean, how how do you avoid it at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Um, the probability of that happening is is, yeah, I understand. is, is low. The so probability I, I wouldn't of... even even think about entertaining it. You know, I said I will, I'll never fight Marlon. I'll probably never fight Cody. You know, I start training with these guys. I kind of get a bond with them. Right. I want to help them. There's no need to fight them. Right. You know. Yeah, your fucking co-partner pal over here. You want to shave his fucking head though? Well, hey, that's a little different, man. You just maybe <laughs> wear some fucking, you know. Dallas Buyers Club shit. <laughs> <laughs> In the wake of coronavirus, uh, your favorite bedside firearm? Oh, I just bought the P30L um, Heckler & Koch. I just bought it. Haven't even fired it yet, but I, I don't know. I probably probably my probably my standby. I mean, I got a bunch of artillery, but my my Springfield XD Tactical 45 is still my go-to. I guess. I got my 40 Beretta right here in the left, <laughs> and then I got a 9mm in the right. No, no. No, I got myself a little hand. hand I got a, a SIG. Six SIG, hour. Six yeah, hour. Sig oh. You know P, that? P229 you know, uh, or something? You know what I, I love about them? Obviously, they're American made, but they're they're, they're American. I thought they're, I thought they're German. No, Six Hours made in New Hampshire, bro. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit that. They're a great company. Great company. Great firearm, too. Yeah. They make some The state troopers use, I believe. Yeah. Uh, in Jersey, I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm sure law enforcement uses it. I just don't know what Jersey uses. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we did the Khabib and uh, Tony talk, but people want you to talk more on that. I got a Sig. I got a Sig 1911. That's 1911 is like the most classic gun, right? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Now, what what was the, the millimeter on the bullets? Can be whatever, yeah, whatever whatever platform can be a forty nine. Really, the platform doesn't matter. Now, why is nineteen eleven? It's like the most balanced gun. What is it? Why, why is it so it's uh, extremely famous? popular? I think I think Colt made the original. Maybe World mm-hmm. War Two, World War One. I, I don't know. I think Colt was the original nineteen eleven. Just you know, um, I, I I don't know. I think it, it it's practicality, um, shooting capabilities. Uh, I just think everything about it balance. I think it's probably just. Just a, you know, there are just certain guns, like certain cars that are extremely popular mm. for how they're built, you know? Mm. I always wanted to get, like, the... the um, Can't go wrong with the 1911. Like a white one with the, the grips, the nice grips. Pretty dope, right? White one? Like a white pistol. <laughs> oh, the the grips. The grip, yeah. Yeah, the grips. All right, yeah. You're talking, yeah, all right. You're talking, like Cobra from uh, Sylvester yeah, yeah, Stallone yeah, yeah, from hell Cobra. Yeah, hell yeah, Remember Something that? like that. You, if you're buying guns just no, for, I'm like, looks... No, no. Some a, people do, though. Buy a, a lot desert, of people do. Buy a Desert, a desert Eagle. Eagle. It's like that? an... No, a desert it's Eagle the is a 500, right? fucking 500? pistol it's you'll a, ever... Uh, they, 50, they, uh, not 500. No, they make it in all 500 platforms. 500 mag or 500, make, what, how's it go? They make it in all platforms. Just oh, okay. Like, but it's just a, What's the best, what's the big dog? What's like the big magnum? 500 the, magnum, right? No, the 50 cal, you mean? Not a 50 cal, that's like a fucking 44 machine. magnum. No, they make it in a 44, they make it in a 357, and they make it in a 9, I think. What's the one, what's the big guy shot at short side? It's a huge revolver. 
It's pretty much a Desert Eagle, but a revolver. What's uh, the size uh, of that? If it's a revolver, Desert Eagle's not a revolver. I'm not, I know, I know, I know that, but it's, it's sure. the same bullet, the big bullet. Uh, I don't know. No. Lil mm. Willie. No, anybody out there? I'm a huge Second Second Amendment rights guy, but I'm not an avid shooter. I'm not what you'd call an operator, but I I I believe so emphatically in the Second Amendment for so many reasons. But he's I, you, a smooth you, yeah. operator. <laughs> Do you know what an operator is? It's somebody that no. is just well well versed in all firearms. It's That's just, an operator. They, they call him an operator. Why? Yeah. That's just what they they call him. They call him an operator. I would never call myself an operator, but. Um, I, I just am a diehard believer in the Second Amendment and what it stands for and will always support it. Um, and I, I used to go hey, shoot. Hey, I'll tell you, you know what. what it is, is I grew up in Maine and I grew up shooting in my backyard, shooting at anywhere. Just I like like when I go to Maine, I, I take my AR. Lou's been up there. We took my AR out on the back porch and just rattled off 50 rounds. Like it's nothing because there's nobody around. And nobody would ever call the cops or anything. Yeah, like, Here, guy that was in, in the Jer- woods, fucking yeah. tracking nobody, deer. Nobody, nobody <laughs> fucking clobbered them. No, it was like <laughs> two in the morning. But. Here in Jersey, there's not a lot of outdoor sh- ranges. Actually, Lou has access that we we should go. He has access to a gravel pit in the middle of nowhere we can go to. But everybody joins indoor ranges down here. I've never been attracted to range shooting indoor. Have you? I've never. I've done it a ton of times. That's all I've ever been. Oh, I, uh, that does not. In college, my buddy took me to some side of the road and we shot some shit. But uh, isn't that more fun though? It was cool. Yeah, yeah. real cool. It was a I, shotgun. We I, shot I, shooting a shotgun. I'm not interested. You got ten guys next to you to the right shooting. You got ten guys to the left. You got people behind you waiting you got to turn around go back to the stand to reload like it's just not my style i get why they do it because we're in a populated area i get it but it's never i joined a couple and i i shot there a few times i haven't actually been to a range and i bet five years that's how long it's been but I, every time i go to maine i i pop off tons of rounds you know pop a cap in your ass <laughs> all right I, I, i've read three questions so far about cauliflower ear uh, cauliflower. Guys, what, tonight the they want to know how how it happens. We're gonna land some. How it happens? All right, cauliflower ear. Now, it's like a bruise, right? A bruise has nowhere to go in your ear, so it goes out. It's a, called the hematoma, like what uh, Joanna got her her head. Yep. It's a hematoma in your ear, but it has nowhere to drain, so it hardens up. Now, so what what is hard in there? Blood, blood, pus. I don't know. Yeah, all that shit. I guess, and it and eventually and, becomes cartilage. Um, I don't know. If, yeah, whatever. It's what. Yeah, I, I felt guess. his ear. I don't think it's cartilage. It becomes whatever Weird. it is. I, it becomes I, a, a hard shit. I've known this yeah. guy for fifteen years, and he actually one day said, "This is like a couple weeks ago." I was like, "Grab it, it's as hard as a rock. It's crazy." Um, so I thought it would be soft this, and this, doughy. My left ear, my left one, this one. I yeah. literally, I, I think it was my my sophomore year of college. Or junior, I don't know. I I, I got it blew up, <clears throat> and every, I had practice, and I wasn't gonna sit out, and I literally got it drained every day for a month, thirty thirty days in a row. Every day after practice, I would get it drained with a needle, and it still came back. The only way you could do it, is you got to drain it and not do nothing. But I'm not no bitch, so <laughs> I jumped in but there. But as hard as it is now, you can't drain it now. Right? No, no, no. Who's you got? Can't drain who's it. got? And I tell you what, it, hurt, it it hurts bad. Who's got better cauliflower ears, you or Randy Coulter? Uh, his are probably worse than mine. The worst than yours. Yeah. Yeah. He takes cake. Now, why? Why can some people, even with wrestling backgrounds, never get them? Is it just? I don't know, man. It's just yeah. I think it's it's just Steve. Don't get Steve. Has, Steve wrestles Steve. every day since he's four years old. Yeah, and he's fifty, and he has no collie. Never None. even. And you know what? Him. His son just got collie. So really, you know, who knows? Wow. Yeah. Do we eat cauliflower? I do. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell people. I tell little kids at camp. 
it's dog ears, right? <laughs> like, we mean dog ears. I'm like, go ahead, touch it. And they get close. I'm like, <laughs> 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 all right, back to the topic of all coronavirus. Um, how is it affecting each of your lives right now? Basically, is it affecting each of your lives? Um, it is affecting my life. Yes. My kids are home all damn day. They're, uh, I have to do work on the computer with them. I don't. My wife does. I'm mean, actually yell at my kids and tell them to do it. So I'm like the, the uh, enforcer in that in that aspect. Um, all my gyms are pretty much closed. I have a I have a, a wrestling gym in town that I can I could train at, but um you know, I'm limited to what I could do and people I could see. I've been getting my workouts in but it's not the same. I'm not, I don't have my regular schedule. So that sucks. You know, uh I can't I'm not seeing my parents or my in laws because we're trying to stay away from old people, just God forbid. Oh, and your sister's pregnant. And too. my sister's pregnant. Uh, I've seen her dog. You know, she seems good. Um, so yeah, so that that's how it's affecting my life. You know, um, luckily I get paid when I fight, and it's not like I I, I um, survive on a weekly paycheck like some people do. And when they don't get them, they're they're really hurting. So luckily I, I I'm I'm okay in that aspect. But seeing how long this 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 goes who knows you know who knows tell um I'll, I'll give my two cents here in a second but tell people what you shared with me upstairs when we were talking before about what you saw i guess it was on instagram the advice about your kids and studying and getting their homework yeah I, I actually thought and a lot of parents teachers rather not parents may frown on this and you know frankie's saying this but to me it made a little sense i mean you know and you gotta take it with a with a grain of salt too it's not like you know one case fits all but uh Saying like you know, for all the parents that are out there trying to be the student, you know, trying to homeschool, don't like these kids are stressed out. They're probably seeing the news, maybe a little bugged out. And when they're stressed out, you you know, this, the, there's not a good learning environment. They said, read to your kid, read books, read your book, read their books, go build forts, go play with Legos, go do this, and and try to make some memories because your kids are gonna remember this shit, you know, more than more than school probably, mm-hmm. you know. And and I do think it's a good take, but. Our kids need to learn. And are they learning, though? That's what I want to know. Perspective and priorities. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're probably, hopefully, I don't know about probably, hopefully only going to experience this once in a lifetime. So what's more important, learning two plus two or spending quality time with your family at home when none of us really, we're in uncertain times. None of us really know what's going to happen. So, yeah. Um, my perspective on it, how life has changed. Um Luckily, it hasn't affected uh, parenting time with Jenny and I at all yet. I, I hopefully it doesn't. Um, you know, um, we're, we're I still get the kids on the days I get them. Jenny still gets them on the day she gets them. We're actually co-parenting really well. We've been in constant contact through this whole thing. As far as my job goes, because I am a weekly paycheck guy, I still get up every day, same time. I still go to work every day. There's been a lot of changes implemented with my union job, with my normal job, as far as safety precautions and safety reasons, but I'm considered uh, emergency services, so I'm still allowed to work. Uh, I'm, for those of you that don't know, I do uh, petroleum deliveries, so um, on our residential account you know, side of it, people still need heat, people still need hot water, so um, you know, we have to provide those services for people, and um, they have laid off a lot of people um, at my job, but I'm still there. I've been there 24 years. You know, a lot of people, uh, I think, thought that I lived off my wife for a long time. I, I didn't. I've always paid my own bills and uh, always been employed. So I'm still there and I'm still working every day for now. We'll see. We've got a governor here in the state of New Jersey that's 
uh, for lack of putting it any other way, quick to pull the trigger on a lot of safety precautions. So who knows how long any of us will be working. I, I My heart goes out to those people in the um, food service industry and the bar industry because a lot of those people are paycheck to paycheck and right now they're not working and they've essentially crashed the system in New Jersey for unemployment services and, um, you know, my heart goes out to them. I, uh, more so maybe than those people that work in that industry, the owners of small business, small restaurants, small bars, small, they may never reopen. They, we don't know how long this is going to go on, so, my. you know, that's that's tough, the um, the aftermath of this. We keep hearing stimulus package, stimulus yeah, package. Yeah, I did hear that. Saw on the news today while I was getting my hair cut, actually, uh, I guess they've authorized a $1,200 check to be um, issued to um, anybody that's been affected by this. Um, $500 per child, I heard, if you no. have children. And, Wait, $1,200? $1,200 uh, $1, was the number I saw. One-time on check? One-time checks right at this point. And then there was uh, it was a, a lesser check. It's If you make less than $75,000 a year, you get 1200 If you make more than $75,000 a year. I may have these figures a little off. I just saw this on the news. $800, $900, something like that, and then $500 a child. It's something, but it's, you know, if you go one, if you're, let's just say you're a bartender at a, you know, decently busy bar. I mean, back when I worked in the, in the bar business, you, you could make a thousand bucks a night if you were a bartender. So, you know, $1,200 is just going to cover a weekend, basically, for oh, some you, of those bartenders. What was that bar you worked at? Hemingway's. The, Oh, okay. I thought it was the Blue Oyster. Sailor Boy worked there. <laughs> uh, back to you again, uh, co-parenting. Yeah, I just I just spoke on it. Has not affected co-parenting yet. If it does, it does. Listen, I'm not going to get you know angry with my ex-wife if some quarantine is enacted where I can't get my kids. I I don't see that happening, but. Listen, I've been wrong before. You know, we, we have to work with each other, and we've agreed to do that. Um, I keep hearing I get tra- I'm get i getting trashed on Jersey Shore. I don't watch the show, and I keep hearing I'm getting trashed on that show by uh, my ex and um, her friend, shall we say. Uh, I'm going to hold my tongue on that for right now. But you have to remember, everybody, that that was filmed six, eight months ago, so I just let it pass. I, of course, read some of my DMs and some of my comments, and they want me to comment on it, and I think they just want to cause a row and a fight. I'm going to take the high road. Uh, I, I have left that in the past. I'm, I'm happy to have moved on. I keep saying my mantra is onwards and upwards. Uh, I wish Jenny well. I have no ill will towards it all. We went through what we went through. Um, people that think negatively of me or think that I'm, you know, some monster, you're always going to think that you're entitled to think that, um, I might even, if I saw what was put out there, but if that was true, I'd be in jail. So none of it was true. I was never nothing even along those lines. Uh, it was a lot of emotion put out there. So again, going to leave that all in the past, um, onwards and upwards. We are getting along famously now. Onwards and upwards. It's like a salmon, right? Salmon, then they go onwards and up, up, up the river. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right. Well, and then they die at the end of it, right? Yeah, so you're onwards and upwards. They, I think they, they, no, they don't breed, they release their semen and then they die immediately afterwards. No, it's not like do. a bee, a bee stings they, you and dies. Google that, <laughs> they do. Salmon go back to the river, the exact river that they they spawned in and they, they were born in, and then they die at the end of, so, that's the end of their what, life. Cycle. After they nut, they go die. They, they, the females go first, they lay their eggs, 
The males come in. The river turns white because there's fucking jizz everywhere. Looks like looks like my when I have my laptop out, <laughs> and and then they die. They do. They get all weird. They get all like these extended jaws. They get this hunchback. They look homely as hell, and then they die. And then the bears eat tons of dead dead salmon. dead ones. That's dead they, get, they catch them live. They do. And that I guess the when they die, they're decaying and they're not as healthy or as fresh as the ones that are so still they like alive. The live ones. But the end of their life cycle is they blow their load and they die. Hmm. I wouldn't be. I, guess not I wouldn't best, be that disappointed with that. Yeah, no. The worst way to go. Can you put that sailor outfit back on? <laughs> <laughs> we want the knowledge about the salmon. Spawning salmon that die after migrating home actually do their offsprings a favor. It says, uh, most of them stop eating when they return to fresh water and have no energy left for a return trip to the ocean. So yeah, they die. Pacific salmon. Um, Atlantic salmon do not die after spawning. They can keep doing. Say, I'm a fucking over. Atlantic salmon, baby. <laughs> oh, that's what you were talking I'm about. I'm Atlantic, Atlantic salmon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I nut and keep it moving, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, come down here. Straighten this fucking kid out. Oh my god. That's it. That's, what that's, else? Yeah, man. No more questions. Wait, whose page are you on? His or mine? I did both. Oh, really? And that's it. Actually, I seen. Do you, one do you want me to say some of the crazy? Uh, yes, on here? yes, I did. I got one. I got uh, one. I got no one. They want to know. I got answer. one. I got no one. Questions. Listen, I got to go on. I got to go on. They said, Roger, can he can he tan during the quarantine, <laughs> or, or is he gonna get real pale? I, I saw it. I, I didn't want to. No, ask those. Those are the good ones. First of all, people, this is what he says. He all, doesn't I, tan. Okay, so I'm I'm brutally honest about everything, but I'm gonna hide that I tan. I actually do not tan. I swear to God, I'm this odd complexion red. Look at me. Look at the contrast between Casper Whiteboy and me. White. That's because I don't go tanning. I don't go tanning. It's fucking high blood pressure. I'm not kidding. I'm not well, joking. Frankie showers four times a day. I take I a shower. I take a razor. Shower a lot more than him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Fucking his I shower a lot more. I'm dirty. That's what Frankie says. I'm fucking dirty. It's not high blood pressure. Right. It's called a fucking bar of soap. It's called. It's called. I stress about dumb shit. He does. You uh, do. Actually, I I'm learning really this about you. I totally. You do. are. You like stress. That's I why you always totally gotta get a haircut. You was getting a haircut. You want no one fucking saying he got hair is all fucked up, right? Today, anytime. You're always no, got, no, I you get haircuts once a week. Every Thursday. That's crazy. Yeah. That's oh, crazy to me. It used to be every two weeks when I was married because it used to piss Jenny off that I would get my haircut once a week. So now once I got divorced, I was like, fuck it, I you get my haircut. You should have fucking kept, that's the problem. That was probably <laughs> that's, the problem. You that's why we got you divorced. Kept fucking, you should have kept getting haircuts every week. You might still be together. All right, here's some other ones. That was uh, not meant to favorite be. Favorite movie. I mean, favorite movie? Oh, man, that's so Jeez. hard, bro. That's There's so, so many good hard. ones, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. Well, no, actually, no, someone's... Uh, th- actually, my, my buddy put a couple questions. Uh, Marky Lee on there. Mark Vincent. Did he? And, uh, yeah, he had one. Like, what's, what is your, your best, uh, like, this type of era type of movie? Like... Uh, you know, like... like um, Legend. What's that? Uh, I Am Legend. Like, something oh, like that. Oh, that's a you good know. movie, yeah. Um... Jesus, man. This type favorite of. movie? I mean, Stephen King. No, 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 like quarantine no, 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 type movies? Movie. Yeah, like quarantine, quarantine type, type movies. movies. You know, oh, quarantine oh, type movies. watch now? I'm such a documentary guy nowadays. No, I know, but we're not talking about that. What, did you see I Am Legend? Of course. I Am okay. Legend's did you older, see? Did bro. you see? I know. Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking, yeah. talking about fucking hot off the press movies. We're talking about movies you saw. What about World War Z? No, I don't think that's a zombie movie. Contagion. No. Contagion. I didn't see that. Oh, this, this genre of what's yeah, going right, on now. Yeah, right, 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 right. Uh... Zombieland, <laughs> Zombieland, that was good. I didn't see part two. Was part two, part two yeah. Okay. I thought Zombieland wasn't bad. Yeah, I, jeez, uh, I don't know. I am uh, Legend was pretty good. I, yeah, uh, I am Legend oh, is oh. excellent. What's the one with uh, Denzel Washington? Um, oh, 
Alien is pretty good. I mean, I mean that's about aliens in our space. Not really. No, about, but they, they, it's not really about <laughs> fucking diseases on Earth. <laughs> What's the one with uh, Denzel Washington? I have legends about fucking dead people. No, what do you mean? It's about a, a disease it that is, happened and is, turned into is, zombies. It is, it is. What's the one with the Denzel Washington? He's blind. Oh, oh Book uh, of Eli. Book, oh, of, Book Eli. of Eli. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What'd you think about that movie? I didn't think it was Denzel's best role ever, but I thought the movie was good. All right, I'm watching him and watching him, and then all of a sudden they tell you he's blind. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's blind. He's shooting birds out of the sky. He's mm-hmm. fucking blind. Yeah, no. Uh, if, we're, if we're talking about movies, though, did you notice at the end of the movie when, when the, the bad guy took his book, that's when he became blind and buried him, and you know what I'm saying? And she went back and got him. That's when you notice Who's he's like- Who's the young girl in that movie? Yeah, well, you notice it because they want to show it to you. He's Who, blind. During the movie, when he has Who? the book, God uh, is supposedly guiding him, and he can he can uh, focus. Okay, him. I like that. Look, I like that. Look, oh, that's who a good, was the young that's girl in that movie? Uh, played like, same girl that's in Zombieland, right? Um, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. The redhead? The young girl in Zombieland. Yeah. yeah. Forget, but anyway, she, they were no. But hey, that that's pretty good. I like that. I like that. When he had the book, he could see. When he didn't, ah, okay, all right. Not not. They you might have flipped my strip on that movie. I like that, Marky Lee. <laughs> <laughs> what else? He had another couple good questions on there. I think my favorite movie of all time that has nothing to do with what's going on now is probably <laughs> probably Stand by Me. Stand by Me. Wow, that's that's a fucking great. great movie, man. Um. Just it was such a relatable where I grew up, and then walking the railroad tracks—that's what I used to do. Where was that? That was up there. I don't know where the movie took place. No, that—that's the Stephen King movie, so well, it probably, probably did take care take I, place up I, there. I, right? I grew up maybe fifty miles from where Stephen King lives, and a lot of his movies, like the Pet Cemetery House, for example, is a couple towns over from where I live. So, or Shining, lived. The Shining, and um, Cujo, Doctor Sleep, probably one of probably amazing books. Yeah. So yeah, definitely a Stephen King fan. Here's another um, one from that, from your boy. Uh, what do you guys think about the coronavirus unexpectedly, unexpectedly benefiting the environment? Lower pollution. Mm. That's is that real? You're the one that said in China they can see the sky. Yeah, no, in China you can see the sky for the is first time. Is it ever. real? Is it real? It has to right. be. If industry, no, no, I know. Up. But even in in Italy, in Venice, <laughs> the dolphins are back. In Venice. I was just going to say. They can see I, the bottom of the, uh, of, I, of the canal. I went to Venice in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Ven- is Venice polluted from industry or is it the, the sewage from residential houses? That's what I always heard. Oh, I don't know. I always heard it was residential People are still sewage. shitting if that's the right, case. Right. It's not going to affect All business. that fucking toilet but, paper. But I went to Venice when I was in high school. Went with my dad and... Um, you know, we we bounced kind of bounced around, but uh, Europe. But we went to Venice one day. We did the gondola rides and stuff, which was kind of weird. Me and my dad in gondola, and it literally gondola, gondola, gond- what did I say? Gondola, gondola is what goes up a mountain, right? Hey, man, listen, <laughs> some of the shit you say down here, bro, you got some balls correcting me. But anyway, um, we did the the, the uh, gondola, the gondola, whatever the fuck it is, <laughs> fucking gondola. That's the thing that goes up the mountain. That's how you say gondola in Italian. The gondola. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we did. We did. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to Turks and Kinkos next week, right? Turks and Kinkos. <laughs> so so we did the ride, and it was bad. You could, I mean, the smell was horrible. The You, you, you wouldn't want to fall in there. You wouldn't. It was yeah. bad. Well, I mean, I, I, depict, I mean, I seen a video today that there's dolphins literally That's in That's crazy. In there. Wow. And, uh, you know, you're going to. You got to wonder, right, if the U.S. is really doing this quarantine and people are literally slowing down and this and that, I, I bet you it has, it has to be something here, right? Is our air is our air going to go from moderate to good now? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. In Maine, it's always good. It's always good in Maine. Oh, good. Maine is what they call a no-growth state. They do not encourage business growth up there. 
They want to keep it pristine. They want to keep it beautiful. They is call that why? Is that why you were skinny until you came here? Yeah, they yeah, no. no growth in Maine. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Frankie made it funny. It's actually pretty good. Um, <laughs> no, but there, there's not industry is not encouraged up there because it's called vacation land, right? Everybody goes there, spends a ton of money in commerce for you know vacationing in Maine, and they don't want to ruin that. They don't yeah. want to build it up and make right, it right. So take it away from the right, natural pr- right. pr- pristine. Fight question? Sure. Why don't more wrestlers who transition to MMA embrace the tie clinch? I mean, I thought that was Muay Thai. That's not wrestling. No, I know, but it, it's a, it's a inside control. It's kind of a wrestling related type of situation. I mean, you don't, you don't, you never see the tie clinch in wrestling. So if that's what he's kind of trying to say, it's not like uh, just because we grapple that we know the tie clinch. You don't you have. I don't know if you watch any wrestling, you don't see anybody double, double collar tie someone and tie clinch him. So. That's probably why I don't see it as much. I do think guys that, that maybe train it, wrestlers, could probably get a good grip on it just because it's kind of a grappling art somewhat. But uh, it's really Muay Thai more than anything. Seaside question. Ooh. Can you tell the listeners what the difference is between Seaside Heights and Seaside Park? Okay, Seaside Park, to me, that's where I go to the beach. It's more family-oriented, a little slower, a little quieter. Seaside Heights is Jersey Shore, the bars, the boardwalk, the rides. Little advice, guys. Little advice. Don't fall in love with the Jersey Shore. Wasn't that like the park? Wasn't that like the. Want to fall in love with that, the park? You're good. Not wasn't that wasn't that like the, the motto of, the, of a TV show? <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. Fucking should have hammered that in your head, buddy. I think Ronnie said that, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pork roll or Taylor ham? Pork roll. I'm a pork roll guy because I'm down here, but yeah. it's it's either. Who gives yeah. a fuck? Taylor Ham's North Jersey. I could care less. Yeah. Whatever you want me to call it, as long as you give me what but I t- want. But you know what? I mean, this is the argument. I, I'll eat it, whatever. I'll say, if you don't understand me, I will recorrect myself and say Taylor Ham. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But uh, they say Taylor Ham is what it is. No, no. Is the company. Correct. Is the company. Pork roll is what it is. Right. Is the, is the product. Right? Right. Makes That's sense. I, I heard the same thing, yeah. You know, you, hey, you know they, they don't have it anywhere else, really. Oh, actually, you know who told me that? Bobby, our our yeah. best friend who passed away. North Carolina. He used to go to North Carolina, and he came back here from North Carolina. He's an electrician by trade, right? And a pretty successful one. He had his, he had his own side business, made a ton of money, went to North Carolina to visit his mom, and he come, comes back with these fucking big eyes, and he's like, you'd have to know Bobby. He's a fucking juice head, muscle head dude. But he's like, they don't have pork roll, egg, and cheese down there. Yeah. Me and Monica are going to move down there. We're going to open a fucking food truck, and we're going to sell. And I was like, go get him, Bobby. Go get dude, him. Dude, I... It's, yeah. I went to when I went to college. I went to my visit for college. Me and my old man went to breakfast, and I'm at the thing. And I'm like, "Hey, can I get a pork roll and cheese?" She's like, "What?" I'm like, "You know, a Taylor ham." So I was like, "Ah, oh, Taylor ham and cheese." She's like, "I don't know." I'm like, "You know, it's like a little piece of it's like a flat piece of meat. It's like I don't know what the fuck." No, nah, we don't have that. I'm like, "What?" I, I couldn't believe it. But they don't really. It's a Jersey thing. It's really yeah, Jersey. Yeah. You probably get it in New York. Chris tries to say you can get it in Delaware. I'm like, "That's bologna, fried bologna, bro." Yeah, basically. <laughs> Would you fight in an amateur MMA fight? No, because a, a, you have to be honest with yourself. People see me and they're like, oh, he's tattooed, he's got muscles, like you probably do good. Listen, man, we're not in that world anymore. Like I trained for a very short period of time as a total amateur with Frankie. Would I fight at 44 years old? No, and here's why. I got way too much pride to lose. I'm not going to – I work a full-time job. I got two kids. 
I wouldn't I wouldn't go into a fight to lose. There's no fucking way. So I'd have to well, train my ass but off. But what if you train for a while? If you train for a while. If I yeah, yeah. I mean I would listen, I was inter- I was asking you questions back in the day when I was training you about doing like a you know, like a like an amateur fight and, and, and I, I think we should do some celebrity shit, bro. No, I've had a chance to do that. Bro. I know we should do that. We talked about that. I've had a chance know, to do that. I know, I know, I know. He did the Jose Canseco. I, I met the guy that puts those on, and no, I, well, uh, we could do our own. Let's do our own. Celebrity boxing. Boxing. What's, uh, what's Jenny's I, guy's name? I, <laughs> <laughs> Zach. Zach. <laughs> I got no beef with Zach at uh, all. But joke. You guys, for, perfect matchup, bro. First That'd of all, be a good matchup. He's got an advantage, just an age. He's half my fucking age. That's but true. Do you think I'd lose? You're fucking insane. <laughs> no fucking way I would lose. Oh, no God. fucking way. Okay, Roger again. The transition from uh, normal everyday dude to uh, to some immediate fame. Oh, uh, man, that's, I don't, that's a tough one to answer. Um, so I, I met Jenny very organically in 2010. I mean, I'm, I'm, I consider myself a local here. I moved here in 98. Uh, I was 22 years old, started going out to the seaside clubs, um, met a lot of friends in the area and I was literally just out with my buddy Vasily. And his girl, very organically, the first time I ever met Jenny, which was season one. She was didn't have any money, was was you know essentially broke and just given this a shot at trying out to the Jersey Shore. Didn't even have a name, you know. There it was it was a pilot show that they were trying to pitch and sell to networks. Um, when I met her, and literally she walked in the club. I saw her. She had like a, uh, I always say, a bandana wrapped around her her boobs. She had like nothing on for sure. And immediately I was like, that I want to talk to that girl. And she, I didn't know she had anything to do with the camera thing. So it wasn't like I saw her part of this big entity that is MTV and you know uh, Jersey Shore it had nothing to do with that. I I met. She walked past me. We made eye contact, and then. You know, she went over by these cameras, but again, very low. It's basically like the camera we got in here right now. Very low key. It was a it was a pilot show. Anyway, we got to talking that night. That was what eventually turned into be season one. So it kind of happened organically. Uh, I think a lot of people think that I jumped on board to this massive mega hit show. It wasn't like that at all, man. It wasn't on TV. Nobody bought it. it didn't get bought till like a year later. Maybe not. But it year. didn't get real popular until you got on, right? Uh, like wait, wait. season one hit pretty hard, but you got to remember they all did it for free. So I'm saying, like you were Jenny, like, they, they had no the th- money. The heartthrob when the heartthrob came on. No, I think you know what took the show off is when that guy punched Nicole is what made it. Take ah, off. I think it was the beefcake. <laughs> the beefcake, Roger. Roger, no, it was that. It was that, and the Italian American organization in Jersey that took such umbrage with that show and the American and the Italian flag and all that. They really hyped the ratings too because they were all over the papers and. But yeah, it was it was it wasn't even a picked up show. Um, Jenny was not Jay Wow. She was she wasn't and and yeah. So that kind of happened organically. And then season three, we actually started dating. So uh, yeah, so yeah, no, it wasn't it wasn't it was injected immediately into fame, I suppose, right, via but, who I was dating. Saying, how, how was it though for you to go from it was a just very, truck driver Roger yeah. to fucking people want to take your from, picture all the time. From yeah. a, a kid that grew up in a tiny little town in Maine in a family business, you know, oil business, and then came to Jersey and started working for a union company down here that did the same thing to that happening. 
Uh, it was it was it happened so fast. I mean, our entire nine years together was just so fast paced. Uh, again, don't regret any of it because I wouldn't have the kids I have, but I, I wouldn't want to do it again. I wouldn't want to do it again. I wouldn't. Not. I would want to have the kids, but I wouldn't want to do practice all that having the kids too. Yeah, probably yeah, probably yeah. the practice yeah. part. People, everybody. I think everybody <laughs> wants to be famous until it happens to you. There's a lot. Dude, of, I can't listen. I'm not famous. I don't consider myself famous at all, right? But I'm I'm known a little bit, right? Around here, I'm known. And, like, dude, people ask stuff of me all the time. All the I time. you're famous, Frankie. All the time, right? Like, crazy, crazy stuff. People I don't even know ask stuff of me. I can't imagine being really famous. Mm, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It's got to be crazy. No, you say they ask stuff of you. This is something off topic because we knew we were going to go off topic. Do you get strange requests, strange requests, like, through Instagram? Do you, I, I, I honestly, I really try not to look at my DMs too much, man. Because, uh, but you have to, because sometimes there's opportunities, and and I do want to hit the fans back. I do try to talk to some people, but some people are there's some crazy people out there, man. Dude, so you know, for as many good things that have happened to me through social media, and that I've tried to uh, help or bring light to. Uh, the first name that comes to mind is Caitlin, Caitlin uh, McGill, who was a young girl diagnosed with cancer. Who I just fell in love with her. I, I went to see her. We, you know, I, I don't. She she affected me tremendously, and that was such a good thing because we we met through Instagram essentially, right? But I've had a number of, and I'm an idiot. My the girl I'm seeing says you're a fucking idiot. Stop being so nice all the time. But I refuse to just give up on humanity. I'm gonna make some fucking dumb mistakes. One of them recently happened. I think I told you this. This this woman hit me up, and I could be wrong. I could be way off, but I'm just going to tell it like it is. I'm a sucker for kids, and I think people know that. Anything with kids. You know the story I'm going to tell? Sure. This, ha- this happened a number of times. I'll just share one of these stories with you. Um, what is Siri. Frank, Siri. Frank, Frank is communicating Siri. with Siri. 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 recording me? Siri. Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm married again. You're recording me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I going to say oh this woman hit me up in a DM and I read it and I don't read all my DMs I get a lot of DMs but I read it and it was I won't say any names because uh, I, I still feel bad for her but she was a oh, mother yeah. um, living yes, in, in a motel I'll grab That's what... like a pay by the week motel and she had three boys who she said hadn't eaten in a couple days were starving and wanted to know if I could help them out so I said, the only thing I have at the time, I think, was PayPal, and she didn't have PayPal. So she convinced me to download an app called the Cash App. I didn't have it. She convinced me, and she gave me her name on Cash App. And I know better than to send, like, a ton of money because, you know, that's just dumb to do. So I said, she asked me, I think, to send her 25 bucks. I sent her 50 bucks through the Cash App, right? Wait, wait. Uh, uh, this is some chick on the DM. This is why did some, she want 50 bucks? Did she say she why? she told me she's living in a hotel, a motel, and her kids hadn't eaten in a couple days, right? Her her, her children. And and I saw her. I, I looked at her Instagram, and she definitely had some boys and didn't look like she was living in the best conditions. And she convinced me to download this app called the Cash App, right? So I downloaded it, and I, I, I always get sketched out because I wasn't familiar with the app or whatever. But I said, okay, download it. What is? I was just laying in bed by myself, and I, maybe I was feeling a little vulnerable. I don't know. And, um, you know, I just I, I felt bad for her. So she gave me her Cash App name, and I double-checked with her because it wasn't her IG name. And I was like, I don't know, maybe maybe that's her fucking nickname or whatever. I was like, is this definitely, this is definitely it because your IG name is this? She said, yes, absolutely. I send it, 
it gets accepted like 10 minutes later. It says your cash app has been accepted. And then she writes me back, oh, my God, oh, my God, I screwed up. That's not my cash app name. I'm like, I just sent the money like, yeah, to, someone. Right. to someone, and they accepted it, you know? So she's like, oh, my God, I feel like an idiot. I'm so sorry. I would never do that. That's not a scam. I, my boys really haven't eaten. And I, I, I literally didn't know what to do. I just ignored it because I was like, it's a scam. She, she's trying to get me to send more money. I, to this day, I don't know. If, it was only 50 bucks, not the end of the world. But I don't know if she scammed me. She still DMs me to this day and asks for more money. And I don't know if she scammed me and actually she had that account set up in a different name and got it and then wanted more. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's just one of many. That's stories the problem. Like you want to do nice for people, but right. like there's fucking snakes. I said, out there. I said, how, how could you get the wrong name? Like I asked you twice. How, how, yeah, how that, could you get it wrong? Little, that's, you know? a little, that's a little shady. That's so, definitely shady. Well, you said uh, before you said that you, you don't, you're, you don't consider yourself famous, but, uh, there's people out there that are super famous. You don't know how they deal with it. Right. I just think there's a, a level that you get past of being famous where people probably don't even ask them anything anymore either because they're just too famous. I think you guys are easy know. targets because uh, they nice don't. Guy. No, 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 no. De- they, they, they definitely get asked. They, you think The Rock reads his fucking DMs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck no He's got yeah. somebody on yeah. standby. But dude, but the dude, Rock's I, an listen, awesome but guy. But listen, like, The Rock probably gets hit by people he does semi-know. I, you know, like, I, I'll get hit by people I don't know. I also get hit by people I do know. Mm. Rock's oh, probably oh. getting hit by plenty of people he knows pretty saying, well. Can I get this? Can I get that? Can you yeah. introduce this guy? Can right, you right. show me this guy? Like I'm sure he's don't, he, yeah. he has to deal with that, and that's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, but I'm he's got he, listen. He's got probably four assistants that just follow him around all day, and he should. I fucking love that guy. I hope he runs for president. I'm not shitting on the Rock in any way, but there's no way that dude's reading his fucking DMs. You know what I mean? No way. My, in quarantine, what the fuck do you think he's I'll doing? Tell you, I'll tell you, <laughs> he's probably doing nothing. Damn, yeah, he's, not, he's probably working out. I'll tell you another story. Again, I won't name names, but it happened sort of locally. Uh, I, I could tell you a ton of these, but here's another one that just recently happened. I had a, a good friend, won't say his name, um, who said that he drives an Uber occasionally. Johnny, no, Johnny, no, no, no drives an <laughs> Uber occasionally. And he drives his kid to work who has no license, and his wife was involved in a horrible car accident where she had traumatic brain injury and has been in the hospital since over the winter. Like, she's been in the hospital for months and months and months, and she's about to get sent home to him. He's going to have to quit one of his jobs to take care of her, has no car, has no nothing, and... My buddy hit me up and he's like, bro, my heart breaks for this kid. I'm actually going to give him my broken down car that's in my driveway that needs brake lines. I'm going to put brake lines on it, give it to this kid so he can get back and forth to work once he gets his license back. But I really want to help this kid out because he has such a hard luck story. He's, I said, Garrett, listen, should I just send his name? I said, people people lie to me. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. I said, people lie to me all the time about stuff. Make sure this story adds up. So he's like, okay, okay. He's like, I know he's kind of like questioning why I'm saying that because he doesn't experience this shit, you know? So I'm like, make sure this. So he sends me the article in the magazine and I read it and the names match up and it's for real and she really is injured. She really had a traumatic brain injury. She really is going to need help for the rest of his life. So I plug it and I plug the GoFundMe page and the kid hits me up. He's like, oh my God, thank you so much. But that's not the GoFundMe page. It's this page. Can you? So I changed it. Well, I wake up the next day and her whole family hit me up and said, yo, he's not the one taking care of her. Like her mother is going to take care of her. He shouldn't be getting the money to take care of her. Like it was, I just, they said, please delete the post, the family. I was just trying to do a good thing. 
Yeah. yeah, I wasn't trying to screw anybody over or anything, so I, I deleted so the whole that guy book. was being a snake, though? Well, I, I, he apologized. You know, he, he said, he said, listen, I'm sorry I wasn't trying to do anything shady. You know, I've talked to the mom or... You know, it's it's fine. You can plug her GoFundMe, not mine. I don't. I I again. I don't know, but I know the family was upset and asked me to take it down and said that he was not the caretaker and to please remove the post. And I did. And I I'm very hesitant to help people out now. Very hesitant. Well, that's like even like even like when you want to donate to a charity. Like how much is really going to the people that need it? Right. Right. People are getting paid. People are making money. Like right. before, people fucking actually need it. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, you know, that's why, and, and like everywhere you go, they want. They, oh, can you give money for this? Can you give money for that? How much is my dollar or whatever? Five dollars is really going to this person. I I would rather find, and I I try to do this. I I really do personal cases. Yeah, I, I on, agree. On, I, that's on, on I more of a too. local level and help them out yeah, directly. Me too. You know who's also good with that? We we shout him out. Jesse's good with that. Jesse yeah. Jesse did Christmas time. He was doing home food deliveries to people oh, that awesome. were shut ins and stuff. Yo, Marky's dad uh, in Jersey City did a whole Christmas drive. And now he gets he get now Marky took it over after his dad passed yeah. and he does like he has like thirty families he gets toys for wow. every year it's nuts and yeah. we always adopt a family or two it's nice you know I I do consider myself a humanitarian and I like to pay it forward but there are just some some people out there that are just straight up ball faced liars they oh, are. Yeah. yeah there's there's a lot of sh- fucking dirtbags out there unfortunately yeah it's unfortunate so you got to be vigilant even this time supposedly uh the you got to do your research Tom's police did did this thing uh like uh scammers or ask or there's a lot of people calling people scamming people right now so be careful how do you get scammed by somebody on a phone dude i don't get that old people remember old people, remember yeah. the famous mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. emails and phone calls that came from nigeria and listen I need uh, a $10,000 investment. Yeah, give me your bank account. I'll put it in your bank. I just that's, need $10,000, and you are, I'm heir to $17 million, and I will gladly give you a million for your $10,000. And old people were sending it over left and right because they grew up in a different time where, you know, I'm sure there was lies. There was fucking people hustling well, why day they, one. Why bro. are they the most targeted then? I believe they were well, just born the- in a more honest era. I do. Nah. You don't think, think kids are bigger scam? Listen, they are. My two kids are the biggest fucking scammers ever. <laughs> My two True. kids are fucking little fucking shysters. They are. They know how to work the system, and they're only three and five. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe I did it too. I don't know, but they definitely do it. Oh well, yeah, that's stuff. I'm talking about like real scammers. My my kid, my son. Thinks that because because when he first shit on it's my fault I guess when he first shit on the potty and I know his mother did it too when he first shit on the potty. He got a prize. Now he thinks every fucking time he shits on the potty, he gets a prize. So now he goes in the bathroom, flushes the toilet, and comes out and says he's shit. And there's, <laughs> there's not even any odor in there. Yeah, I'm smart, like, you little motherfucker, man. you didn't shit. Hey, smart boy. Yeah. I like that. So they're little shysters. All right, next question again, UFC. Um, politics in the UFC, when you started versus now. Politics as usual, like Jay Z says. You know, politics are always in everything, man. There's politics in my kids' fucking baseball. There's politics in everything. Yeah. Now, um, does that mean as far as arranging fights, politics, like that? It's about money, and not I think about- he meant. Uh, what, what do you mean? I think he means as far as getting into the UFC, politics wise. Is it better to know somebody or? Uh, yeah, that's you, a, you know I, stuff like that. I right? believe that's what. Yeah, he meant, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it does help. It always helps to know people, but some people know people and. It don't matter, man. You know, um, it's 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 not it's it's probably harder to get in the UFC now than it was when I was there. There's more people are, well, are getting probably. it, but now, but also when I came when I fought, there was 
20 fights a year. I don't know. When I first started fighting, 20 UFC fights a year, 25. Now there's like 45. Mm. So they have more opportunities for kids, and there's also more weights when I get, when I get in. So I'm sure maybe it's comparable, but... Uh, the biggest name that I can think of, and maybe that's an indirect question getting to, but... CM Punk, did he deserve to get the shot in the UFC? You know what, man? This everyone, everyone got mad at that, and and I get it because there's people there that put in the work in and maybe didn't get in. But guess what? He did something in his life, and and it's it's professional wrestling, but it's kind of somewhat a combat sport. He's a fucking famous guy in that world. Our worlds worlds are kind of intertwined a little bit. People want to see what he could do. He 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 made a name for himself that people want to see him fight. Well, did Brock pave the way, sort of? Brock, but Brock was a legit wrestler. Yeah. Brock was a national champ, you know, in college. Well, there's a lot of a lot of and he went there that never make the UFC though. So. Right, but Brock was also a world champion. Right, right. So he but, proved it, you know. But I'm yeah. saying he carried a huge name, right? And I'm sure a lot of that had to do with dollar figures, right? Came over to the UFC, produced huge, huge pay per views. I think to date he's still got one of the biggest ones ever. And maybe they saw that in CM Punk. And I'm I really, sure. I really, sure. I really think they gave CM Punk more than an opportunity to prove himself. Dude, listen. He came out listen, with a horrible they, showing, they, and they, they let him fight again. They definitely knew what they were getting with CM Punk. Um, with the Brock, they knew what they were getting. He fought Frank Mir the first fucking fight. Mm-hmm. Frank Mir is a killer at the time. You know, two couple time yeah. world champion. Yeah. And with CM Punk, they gave him a guy that was all in one because yeah. they knew what they were getting. So they kind of gave him a favorable matchup, and it still didn't work out for him. Wait, first time or second time? The first, he fought Mickey Gall. Uh, that was the second one, right? Second. Second fight? I believe. No, maybe the first. He was supposed to fight someone else. Someone got hurt, I think, and then he fought someone else, right? Well, who was his first? I thought Mickey I think Gall Mickey was Gall might have been fight. his first, no? Was it his first? No. Oh, yes, because yeah, Mickey Gall Mickey, called he, he him He was supposed out. to fight someone else, yeah. I, I don't know, but I anyway. I don't remember who was. Yeah, I don't remember his first one. But that's what I'm saying. He Google, he, he, he fought someone. Fight? like Even if it was Mickey Gall. Even if it was Mickey Gall. He was, Mickey Gall was pretty green. He wasn't fucking Frank Mir. Right, right, right. You know? Although it was a bad matchup for CM Punk, obviously. But hey, man, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really with that. Like, oh, just because they're popular, they can fight. Because yeah, but is the UFC with that? Do they just see no? <sighs> no Conor McGregor. Yeah. Conor McGregor. Uh, although, yeah, no, although no. I he, think you can't compare Conor. McGregor he back. He people. definitely backs it. Yeah, up. dude, no he's a legit fighter. He's a real fighter. You can't compare. Were Conor you saying that when he first made it in though? Yeah, fuck okay. it. Compare. He was was he a real fighter more than CM Punk? Absolutely. He fucking fought fights. I, I feel like at least three guys: Cowboy. Eddie, um, who's the other guy? All said like he was not a legit fighter. He's gonna get smoked, and he proved nah. them all wrong. You know what I mean? I don't think anybody ever said he wasn't a legit fighter. Cowboy, they- Cowboy said in the press conference, not in the press conference before he, they even fought when they were doing uh, just a a Q and A with them. You come up to to right, my yeah. Well, class, of course he's gonna say that shit. You know, you know what I mean? mean? Come on, this guy's fucking. Talking all the smack everybody. Yeah, but look just, what happened, bro. It's insane. You know, Khabib is the only guy that really implemented the game plan and really Nate, I mean you can say, but Dude, that was Nate a weird, fucking beat him twice. Nate, Nate, I mean, beat him once and almost beat him the well, second time. Nate, Nate says twice. But that was that was a weird thing with the one seventy catch weight thing. That was a little bit of a no, I don't what do you know, mean? Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Why, well, they fought at one seventy. They Dude, they're both fifty five pounders. Right. So why was it why was it weird? Because it wasn't his first opponent that he was supposed to fight, right? Nate Nate came in. No, or, no, he was supposed to fight fifty five. He was supposed to fight uh, Rafael dos Anjos. Right. Okay. Then he came in and, and he fought, dude. So Nate Nate. Right, but isn't wasn't Connor's excuse gassing? Wasn't that his excuse? He gassed because he thought the extra weight. No. No. I well, thought that was listen, his excuse. An excuse is bullshit. First off, because right. exactly what Fair. that is an excuse. Fair. All right. No. He, if anything, Nate Diaz came in off the couch 
He wasn't training. He wasn't in training camp. He took the fight on ten days' notice. That okay, you're right. That was the one. That's when they agreed to the one seventy. Right. Okay, I guess I'll agree yeah. with that analysis. I guess I will. Yeah, I guess. It's a good fight. Nate got it done. Second fight. Actually, uh, I worked for ESPN as an analyst that day. And, Nate uh, got it done. I I, 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 I don't know. I thought Connor did when I was watching the rounds. I was like, ah, it was tight. It was tight, but could have went either way. Yeah, I, I, I remember watching it. I, I, I know it could have gone either way, but there's so many fights that could go either way. Yeah, always. I mean, it's tough. You know? It's tough. UFC 203, Mickey Gall. First, was first fight was first for CM Punk, okay. so there you go. Second fight was who? But he was supposed to fight someone else. He was supposed to fight someone else, and that guy got hurt. He wasn't supposed to fight Mickey Gall, I'm pretty sure. You think Connor and Khabib will fight again? I know, um, he, I know Khabib says he won't fight him. He's got to fight his he way says back. He says he won't. I mean, I, I think if Connor fights and beats Gaethje. You don't think Khabib, even Khabib, is motivated by money? There's no bigger payday than Connor. <sighs> I don't think what, he what is, What did Khabib man. make on that, on that fight? $12 million or something. You don't think, it doesn't, listen, bro, even you. You would love that Connor fight. Are you kidding me? Of course, I'm not. I'm not. I, I I definitely like money. <laughs> so if they if they gave you, I don't know the the best fighter, the the number one seed, the the, the champ, or Connor, you wouldn't take Connor. At this point in my life, I would take Connor. There's right. probably been a right. point in my life where I said I would like the belt. Right. Okay. You know? Good. I, I, then you're being honest, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. No. And honestly, Habib, like, dude, I don't. I think he's made his money. He knows he, he lives a certain way. I don't think he cares. I really don't. Okay. I really don't. He lives a, a quiet. He's just, he's very so. very he's a devout Muslim. You know he he lives that way. Uh, they're very family oriented. His family is me. I think he still lives home with his parents. Hmm. Like you know that's he has kids of his own as well. You don't think there's like a sea of people outside his fucking dad's? I was waiting for him. To oh leave. yeah, he he like I said, he's like LeBron James. Right, that's over what there. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you think he still lives in his parents' house that they grew up in? I doubt. I don't it. know. I don't know. His dad is very famous over there too because he's a coach, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. USADA testing. We kind of talked about it. Frankie loves getting his junk stared at. What about it? Is it cheated a lot? Um, <clears throat> is it cheated a lot? I don't know. In the U.S., I don't think so. For me, I mean, you know, I, I the guy that you know. <laughs> we know your story. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it'd be hard to cheat for me. The only way you could cheat is if I do steroids and take a chance of getting caught. I feel like in the U.S., I don't know how it is in other countries. I almost have a feeling like other countries that are maybe aren't a little you know poorer. Maybe these fighters or or coaches could be like, hey, to the drug testing person, I'll pay you some money if you let me know when you come and visit my guys. Because from what I hear is if you know when the test is, you can beat it. Do you feel kind of like in golf where people get a handicap? You should get a handicap for living in Jersey, the steroid capital of the world, and not doing it? Yeah, yeah, right, right, I know. I know, man. No steroids for me, bro. One day, maybe. I was thinking that one day. I'm going to be a fucking jacked in this chair, bro. Jacked in this fucking chair. Yeah, no, dude, <laughs> if you're going to do anything when you get older, do growth. Don't fuck growth? Me. I don't You know what? You know, I heard growth is not... That great for you. Now, they're kind of changing their testimony on it, yeah. but they always called it the fountain of youth for so many years. You know so. Louis Simmons, the uh, now everybody's West Side Barbell? Peptides. Everybody's doing peptides now. Peptides. Peptides. That's like that. It's, it's, that but peptides sort of like is like, is the, yeah, it's sort the marker. Isn't a, it like the markers for growth or something? There's a whole bunch of, yeah, there's different schools of thoughts on it, but it, it, essentially, yes, yeah. It, it is a, I don't want to call it a growth because I'm going to be wrong, but it's it replicates it in many ways. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'll stay away for the time being at least. Peptides is ridiculously cheap, though, compared to 
growth hormone. But like, can, can you, you do growth by itself, or don't you have to stack it with some tests? No, I think pe- people can do it by themselves. I, I think I think people do. You always heard about growth when I was, you know, you know, young or something that you could be make yourself a diabetic if you, you know, what I mean, if you do growth. But I don't think that is quite honest. I, I think it's possible you can, but um, yeah, I, I you're definitely supposed to stack it with with other things, testosterone, DECA's, things like that. D ball. I don't know about D-Ball. D-Ball, Anivar, is, D-ball is just water. Sustanine. D- Winstrol. I know some, right? Yeah. I, know, I know some. I know some. <laughs> D-Ball is just a water pill, basically. Is it? Yeah, it's just a water pill. I don't know. I remember I had a buddy, I had is, a buddy in high is, school. This is D-Ball right here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy in high school. I used to fucking give him sight shots before we used sight to go to the gym. Yeah, Ooh. Yeah. Chest, shoulders, yeah, yeah. well, I used to. He was so fucking tight. I would try. Yeah, the the yeah. Nettle would be needle would be bending. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people they call it sight injecting. Yeah, yeah. But you're supposed to use a small needle to do that. Sight injecting. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. People that sight inject in their traps and shit, bro. It's crazy. Do you think it really helps? Does it matter? Yeah, I do. I think you do, does, huh? Especially people that do it in their buys and tries. You, you know? haven't tried in the calves yet. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that stings more than he knows. It does I only have one baby calf, and it's because I should probably go to you with you to Columbia. You know why I have yeah. a baby calf? Nerves. I don't, I don't think that camera will pick it up. Yeah, I have permanent nerve damage from a spinal cord injury. But my interior calf on my left leg, if you, my right leg, actually, I think it's a fucking, what, an 18-inch calf? Or he measures his calf. But, well, <laughs> no, no I, I didn't. The doctor did, you fucking dick. My left calf is like four or five inches smaller because of atrophy. Four or five? It's huge wow. difference, bro. If you look at my left calf, there's no interior calf at all. Four None. or five, that's like... Yeah. About what's in his pants. It's, per, <laughs> it's permanent nerve damage, but and, wow. I, and that's why I keep wondering about... Stem cells, but I let it go too long. I let it go for twenty years for my birth, first back surgery, and it just atrophied yeah, away. No, I should have, I should have handled it twenty years yeah, ago when I had yeah, my yeah, first. I heard, I heard it's tough to get back from that. I had my first back surgery when I was twenty, twenty-one years old. So eighteen, yeah, that's, eighteen, that's, I had back that's, surgery. That's, that's why my and it was a botched surgery. In my humble opinion, I was good, bro. No, I had the same thing you did. I had dystectomy. Dystectomy. L four, L five, but they. Yeah, my too. injury was. I'm or almost positive. L five, S one. I think I was. My injury was at S one. They never addressed it, mm. and they addressed above. And that anytime you cut anything out, you can't get it back. You've affected. I know. The I know, quality I, of your spine. What, a disectomy is just essentially cutting out some of your gel disc. Yeah. And um, I truly believe they addressed the wrong issue. So then I had another surgery, another disectomy done at S one, and addressed L four, L five again. And then I went in and had a um, a nerve release done in my leg to try to help all the. Was it? I I got to the. Oh, listen, there was about five years where I wouldn't even wear shorts because I was so self conscious about my fucking calf muscle. I wouldn't even wear shorts now. I just what don't the one it. side? The one you were, side. You were self conscious. Like, dude, what, what, why would you care? Come on, you need to have some. Look at this shit, dude. Oh. Look at the, okay, so I don't have big legs anyway. I just don't. Even though I do legs, but that's my normal calf, right? Mm-hmm. That's a normal cap. Look at this fucker. It's not that bad. It just doesn't stick out as much. It's all on this side. There's no interior cap. It's all right, man. It's half the size. I won't tell nobody. <laughs> so, yeah. But now I don't care. I just fucking, I'm old enough where I just really don't give a shit. But for a while, it bothered the hell out of me. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I'm proportionally okay. <laughs> proportionally, you're proportionally, proportionally okay. short. <laughs> All right, another question. Both of you guys, do you believe in hate? In other words, <clears throat> is 
Is there anyone out there that you loathe that much that you wish bad bad on? Well, I've said I've said this on on the podcast before. The two words that I literally can't stand because they're so overused and people just say it so haphazardly are the contrasting words, love and hate. I I rarely say either one of them. I don't think I ever said hate. Um, Love, I've said it a handful of times in my life. Uh, Obviously, I say it to my family. I tell my kids nonstop how much I love them, but to the opposite sex because I think it gets thrown out there too easily. But as far as hate, nobody (laughs) nobody I personally know, but I think I, I could hate without question. I could shoot in the fucking face and kill anybody that fucks with children, like pedophiles or... That that uh, the, that is the the worst demonology on the planet. I hate them. I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't hate, know anybody personally. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate <coughs> anybody I know. Yeah. And if I don't like somebody, just ignore them. Yeah, I I I, I can't. I'm forty four years old. Much. Hate takes so much energy. Or like you know, like even like the guys that they're like, oh, do you not like these guys? You, you fight. I'm like, I don't even know these guys. Right. Even Connor. Like say right, me and Connor, right. we have words on a press conference. I don't know that guy. He don't right, know me. Right. We don't really know each other. How can I say I hate that guy? Yeah, you know? he's, he he knows how to hype a fight and make yeah, money. You know, I, I, I just said him because you know, right. he, or anybody, any any of the guys I fight, you hate him. I'm like, I don't even know them. No, I don't know I, those I, guys. I can't you stand know? that word. It's so overused. Same as love, but uh, yeah, nobody on a personal note do I hate nobody. <laughs> that's good. That's good. No hate. No hate. All love, baby. Lou, nope. here's, a que- here's a question for Lou, who rarely is on the mic. What do you believe, because I know the answer to this, because it's a good perspective, and it actually has changed my perspective a little bit. What do you feel like is the root of all evil? Money. Yeah. He says money's evil. Money. And Lou actually has a little money. Lou, money is the devil's paper. Lou, that's it. Lou's actually owned <coughs> businesses. He's made some money in it his might life. might be pussy, though. Yeah, well. Because people get money to get pussy, right? Yeah. But. No, p- <coughs> pussy is attracted to... Confidence, cockiness, good looks, and if you don't have any of it, money, which is what mm. old guys have, right? Mm. Old guys, mm. old guys, usually if they That's got good. a lot of money, you'll money see, helps. Money you'll, helps. you'll see a smoking hot chick with some dude in his fucking sixties that looks like death, but he's driving a fucking Bentley. So you're saying you're investing in some stocks? I'm saying I'm buying a Bentley. <laughs> 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 oh my, my stocks are. Do you get? We got the same money guy. Did you get that email? I didn't want to read it. Oh, dude, I don't even want to fucking basically. Uh, as everybody knows, we're in a very volatile I'll market. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. I've been playing. <laughs> playing what? what? Stocks, bro. Have you? Now's the time, man. <coughs> yeah. Now is the time. Now's the time. I heard. No, I, don't think I heard. This the companies yep. out there, private companies, that are coming up with a possible uh, vaccine. For the COVID nineteen, and I'm like, I almost texted Chris today, bro. Can we can we get in on these yeah, companies? Right? I know. But yeah, we got a great money market guy. Frankie and I both use the same guy. Chris, I know you're watching. We love you, buddy. And make us our money back when this he economy he rebounds. Will. You always he do. Will. So we love you, pal. Make my fucking money back, though. I, I have sixty three dollars invested with you <laughs> after the divorce. Uh, what felt better, beating BJ Penn, or having two of the craziest comeback fights with Maynard? You know those those two are the ones that always stand out. I was like, oh, what, what, what's your favorite fight?" I have a couple. I'd say I guess. that too. Maybe. I have a couple. I have a couple. You know, the, but the, the the BJ fight winning the belt is always amazing, just because you know reaching the pinnacle of your sport. You know, um, in wrestling, I I came so close to, to to be the best a bunch of times. 
and fell short a bunch of times. So to finally be like, all right, I got the gold. I'm the fucking world champ. That was he, that was pretty he, amazing. It's not like he was just a guy that just got there. The guy, BJ's a legend, bro. Yeah, he's, he's a legend as well. And um, you know, it's all the whole way it went down. But the great fights were great. You know, we had he beat me the first one. We had to draw the second one, and then that third one. Was probably one of my favorites because I was able to finish with the knockout. I hate hypotheticals. I hate hypotheticals, but I'm gonna give you a hypothetical. What do you think could have happened, or maybe would have happened, with Gray's career since those fights were so close? If he'd won, do you think he could have been a superstar? Do you think? Do you think really you just took that away from him because you beat him twice? Very close fights. Best. I mean, listen, there it is, right there. That that photo is the iconic photo of. Frankie knocking out Gray Maynard, but let's say he had won those. Do you think he could have been a, a superstar? I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, he, he could I have mean, been. Maybe. He didn't really, he, you know, since those he had fights. The hype. He had the hype. Since those fights kind of, you know, didn't do so great. So who knows, man? Right. I hate hypotheticals, but I Sometimes, had to ask you. Uh, you know, they say, they say every time you fight, you leave a little bit of yourself in there, especially fights like that. Yeah. You know, some people live a little more than others, I guess. You left a lot in that man. That was that was fucking. I just, I mean, I hope I got enough going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll we'll stick with that uh, UFC. Uh, why not Edgar versus Faber too? He don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Honesty. He don't want that. I'm down. I'm down. A little old man fight. Let's I was go. I was kind of hopeful for him for his last fight, but he got. Yeah, yeah I was. I thought he, honestly, first round I thought he looked great, yeah. and then he stopped moving. Yeah. Mm, Pietrian. The guy that never stops moving, stop moving. Right? Yeah. That guy is famous for not not fucking stop moving. All right, this should be this should take up some time. Uh, all time craziest drunk story or craziest bar fight, street fight. Ooh. Yeah, any good ones? I've got a one good one. I'm going to tell, tell this one. I got a bunch I, of good ones. I was, uh, we'll just do one because it takes too long, right? Well, we got some time. We got time. Okay. All right. So I was f- freshman going into my sophomore year, summertime, July 4th. So I am what? I'm f- 15. 15 going on 16. It's me, my buddy Kurt, my buddy Jay, and his brother. So there's four of us. Was oh, this the big older brother dude at the shore, or no? No, 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 no. This right. is different. Uh, Good. And and my buddy's girlfriend at the time was driving. She was driving a cabriolet, Jetta cabriolet. You know what those are? Yep, sure. Or not a Volkswagen cabriolet? Yep. All right, little tiny little rabbits. Right, convertible, convertible. Yep. Okay, it's July fourth. <clears throat> now I'm 15. My buddy's 15. My other buddy's 16. His brother's 18. Uh, I'm in the back. My buddy's girl's driving. He's in his front seat. And then there's, there's, four, there's five of us in the car. And she cut some dude off, whatever. These two, like, biker dudes. They were, like, probably in their 20s. Fucking all tatted up. Fucking earrings in their ears. They're, like, motherfucker. Fucking flipping out. We're, like, we're having, we're, like, young little kids. We're like, ah, fuck you. Give him the finger. My buddy gets up and moons him. Moon's the guy, you know, in, in the convertible. And you're now, too young to have any any real experience in fighting at that point, right? You're I mean, I've been in pl- plenty of fights. Street time. fights. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've wrestled for a while, so. Okay. Um, so then this guy's chasing us, right? Whatever. We're not trying to, like, fucking fight the guy, you know. So we're kind of go. All of a sudden, we catch a, he- a red light. There's a car in front of us. We're the second car. They're right behind us. And now this is on Route 70, right by, like, um... Like uh, what, 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 like the the new um, uh, turning point. Like where, where nobody, that is. nobody that's listening. Is yeah, well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay, on Route 70, which is a four a four lane, you know, two lanes on one side, two lanes on the other. 
Okay, this is July 4th, so it's packed as hell. You know, we're going in between Brick and Lakewood. And uh, we get stopped at this light now. These guys are fucking beeping the horn at us. And all of a sudden, the girl's like, oh, my God, they're getting out of the car. So I'm sitting I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, I feel, boom, I got punched in the back of the head. So I jump up on top of the car, on top of the convertible. And my, the other guy comes in. So there's two guys. I got one guy on my side. <laughs> I got, uh, he's looking like uh, a bad motherfucker standing uh, on the uh, top of a yeah, I'm convertible. Top, well, I do. I, the guy punched me up. King so, Kong ain't got nothing on me. Bro, bro, this guy smacked me in the back of the head. So I jump up. I'm, a, I'm, I'm standing on top. Of, I like, try to jump kick this guy off the thing. You know, miss him. And my other buddy is is standing in the. The guy comes up to the truck. The, my other buddy is standing. He's like kind of like in a guillotine choke, kind of like in a front headlock. He's like, "I'll break your neck. I'll break your neck." And his my buddy, his his brother, who was eighteen, was trying not to fight. He's like bear hugging the guy, and he's like, "Guy, go back in your car. Slow down. Calm down." And me and Kurt on the other side. So I have this guy. I jump off. I try jump kicking him. I miss. I think it's me and Kurt. I'm like, we're good. I turn around. I don't see Kurt. I'm like, oh shit. Right, the guy swings at me. I duck and I hit this dude. Boom, and I fucking dropped him. That's the first guy I dropped in my life. I'm like, damn. He was, I think he was drunk, bro. Honestly, you know. But I, you know, and I'm not proud of these events. I was a kid. I'm a little pissed off. That these guys came after me, so I dropped him before he could fall on the ground. Kurt's stomping this dude. We're both kind of stomping this dude now. All right, now on the other side, I told you my buddy was hugging the guy, whatever, and he's choking him. I'll break your neck. I'll break your neck. So. They kind of separate. You were already a man at this point. This is a full two years after you lost your virginity. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm probably 130 fucking pounds still, but hey, all right. Um, then they separate, and my, I told you, my one buddy's trying not to hit him. I'm like, hit him, hit him. Like, the fuck are you doing? Hit this guy. He fucking cracks him. The dude wobbles. I come out of nowhere and boom, crack him again. So and then we all start listening. We 15 year olds fucked up. We some fucked these awesome, dudes bro. up, bro. Awesome. Listen, they had, they, like, that's we're awesome. stomping them. We're stomping them in the middle of the traffic. That's awesome. So there's traffic on both sides of the road stopped. That's awesome. People are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because, dude, these guys had earrings in their ears. Their ears were ripped in half because we were just, you know, stomping just stomping. Them. Yeah, they, they started with us. Right, we didn't right, start right, with right. them. And then, so now we're leaving. We jump in the car. The light changes. We're like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Bang. Cops pull us over. Cops are like, yo, I have blood all over my shoes, all over my shorts. Cop pulls out his car, da, da 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 talking to us, and I'm like, he's like, who mooned who? Who mooned the guy? I'm like, I don't know, it wasn't me, but <laughs> you know, and uh, and I remember just saying to the cop, I'm like, listen, I'm fucking 15 years old, bro, like you know, like these guys are how old are these guys? They're jumping on messing with us. You're gonna fuck with us, and they they actually let us go. They these guys did file a police report on us. No shit. But I think once they realized that we were 15 year old kids, they were like, all right, what the fuck are we gonna yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. So they dropped the they dropped the cases. They were 25 and 26 years old. I feel like every guy that's got a little backbone to him has a road rage story. Everybody, uh, but this—I mean, this wasn't road rage. We were fucking sort having of, fun. Sort I mean, of road, road rage. rage on their side, oh, on not their on side. our side. You know, no, on their side. And uh, and dude, the funny thing, all right, we 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 fucking we leave. The cops pull us over. We get out. All of a sudden, we're driving. Her fucking accelerator gets stuck. Her accelerator gets stuck. <laughs> How does that happen? I have no idea. We. We were dumb kids. Cabriolet is a really well-made well, car. We were going, yo, we were going on the parkway. Cause we, we were like driving, we're like go on the park. We couldn't slow down. We couldn't slow down. We're going on the parkway. We're flying through the fucking toll booth. Well, finally, what we did is we did is we put it in reverse 
or no, put it in neutral. We oh, put it in oh, neutral yeah, yeah. and just pulled the e brake, yeah. and that's how we stopped it eventually. Yeah, yeah. But dude, we were going for miles. I suppose at this 15, that was the craziest fucking yeah, yeah. day. I'm like, what the fuck like, is going on? Happen. That's crazy, man. Yeah. That's a good story. That was pretty good though. And then, dude, I, that was the first guy I knocked out. I, he was a man. He was a man. Yeah, yeah, he was 25 awesome. year old with a beard, that's tattoos. Awesome. I'm like, what? <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, you're feeling. You're like, and, and if. For people out there that aren't sort of alphas, I guess you, you you don't know that feeling. There's nothing like it. It's almost euphoric in a way. Yeah, dude, I felt I felt I felt good, bro. Yeah. I felt good, you know. And I mean, I felt. I mean, did I feel bad for these guys? No, I didn't, because they they jumped out I mean, on us. They would have we done the same bro, to you. When I was 15, I looked like I was probably 13, dude. Yeah, I looked yeah. like I barely had a facial hair. You know what I mean? So, like, come on, dude. You right, know, right. like, what are you looking for? You you were looking to go whoops whoop some fucking <laughs> yeah. dudes who thought you go whoop, and then it didn't go that way. I, I got a I got a ton of them. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good one that's the best to share. Um, you 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 missed one the hardest I ever been punched in my fucking life. You missed it by about a half an hour. We were at Hemingway's together. Yeah, remember, yeah. bro? I fought, that's the hardest I ever been punched, and I took that shot, bro. Knocked me right off my feet, but I I got that dude in an armbar. Anyway, um, that was a sucker punch. That's not a good one I can share because there's a lot of details of that I can't really share. But uh, were you part of the Dave McKenna road rage oh, fight? Yeah, that was that was that was epic. That was a good one. The Dave McKenna road rage fight. I, I just said his name. I get names. Doesn't doesn't matter. He got arrested anyway. <laughs> so uh, I'll talk about that one in a minute. But this this one kind of stands out. This might be a good one to share. He used to live with this kid again. I won't say his last name, but Mike. Um, and Mike was really into the black girls, right? Mike really liked the black, the black, uh, he called it the, uh, the, uh, Nubian Queens used to call them, right? Put a little cream in a coffee. Yeah. Yeah. He used to love the, the black girls. Right. So, um, I, I was living with him at the time and, um, kind of new to living with him and his buddy Nick came over who also, uh, liked the Nubian Queens and, um, they said, Hey, come out with us tonight. You know, I was only living with him for a short period of time. We're going to go to this club called uh, Mercedes was the name of this club, right? So I said, sure, I'll go. You know, um, I, I was a little white boy from Maine, really hadn't experienced too much of that culture, but I was down with it. Let's go. So we went. We were the only three white guys in there. We definitely were. They were in their heyday. They were fucking, they go there all the time. They were loving it. It was on Brown's Mills, right? So we went there, and uh, I'm just kind of sitting there because they left me right away. They just fucking ditched me at the bar. So I'm just sitting at the bar, twiddling my thumbs, having some drinks, drinking some Hennessy. And they're on the dance floor. Why Hennessy? Well, everybody was drinking Hennessy. So I was like, <laughs> I, I, I got to drink Hennessy. So um, they're on the dance floor with with uh, uh, some chocolate bunnies um, doing the thing out there on the dance floor. And um, I literally, I would have taking a chocolate bunny, but they, they look at me like I'm new kids on the block and didn't want anything to do with me. So um, I remember just sitting there on my, by my own for hours just drinking, and I remember walking through the dance floor kind of high-fiving them and saying, yeah, you go, guys, or whatever, you know. And remember, I was relatively new living with Mike. I'd only lived with him maybe a month at this point, and I had to go to the bathroom. The bathroom was on the other side. So I went in, I took a piss. When I came back through, this dude didn't like me. He did not like me. He must have known like I stuck out like a sore thumb because because you're so, the white guy. Well, I was the only white guy <laughs> sitting at the bar by himself, right? So he shoulder checked me so hard, man. When I when I walked past him, he shoulder checked me, and um, I, all I remember is he was wearing a Kangol hat, like a like a golf hat, right? So I didn't do shit. I was like, this is not gonna go well for me. So I I just ate the shoulder bump. 
went and sat back down. And then at the end of the night, the night ended. It was clear Mike and Nick were taking girls home. There was no question about it. So I was just kind of along for the ride. But I had drank just enough at that point to have maybe a little chip on my shoulder. And I left. And they were still in the club. And I was walking out. And there's the guy with the Kangol hat right by the front door, right, <laughs> standing there. So I walked by. And I swear, this is all I said. I walked by and I go, nice hat, <laughs> right, when I walked by. But I said it like a smart ass, right? I was like, nice hat. So um, he immediately fucking said, "What fuck you, motherfucker, whatever, you know, had some fucking words there at the door. And I just kept walking. I kept moving. I went to the back, to the back, dimly lit parking lot in the back of this place. And here he comes around the corner with like three of his buddies. And I will say, I didn't get jumped. He wasn't like, let's fuck him up. Let's fucking... He wanted to square up and go, right? So I was like, all right. And I'm from Maine. I've been in a bunch of scraps. So I was like, all right. Those Maine boys are known being tough, man. Right, but I didn't realize <laughs> Jersey rules. I didn't really get Jersey rules. There's very rare do you have a one-on-one fight in Jersey, right? It's kind of like just fucking melee when it happens. So I was, I was a newbie, and we started squaring off, right? We fucking started going to town. He ended up, we ended up slamming off a car door, I remember, and put a huge dent in a car door. Well, that caused a riot, whosoever car that was. Now there's a crowd building up, but no, not my two white boy buddies, right? They're fucking inside, you know, trying to, trying to, to score. So I'm out there in a full-on brawl, and it's just me and this kid. Everybody's just standing around watching it, right? And it's all good. Well, when we slammed in that door, something, I guess, he broke something because he didn't get up. He was just kind of laying there. And then I remember, like, like people saying, you you about to fucking die, motherfucker, right? And then here comes Mike and Nick, right? And they come walking through, like, oh, what's going on? What the fuck? What's happening? You know, we're having fun. They got a couple ladies with them and stuff. And they see clearly that I just had a fight, got into a fight with a kid. He's injured. I didn't even injure him, honestly. We slammed into that fucking side of the car so hard. He got injured when he hit it. I think he broke his collarbone, if I remember right. That's what it was. But there was a huge dent. Now people are pissed off because the car is fucked up. And I hear people saying, and I had no idea what this meant, right? No fucking clue. You better get out of here. They're popping trunks, right? Girls were saying, you better get out of here. They're popping trunks. I'm like, why, why would they be popping trunks? Like, what the fuck? Were they a spare tire? Were they, they're well, flat? no. They like, got a flat? Like, they got, <laughs> they, got, <laughs> they got shit in the trunks. They're either going to shoot you or something, right? And we're literally in this back parking lot. Now the whole club is back there. Now everybody that was in the club is back there, right? Well... Two seconds later, mayhem breaks out. Mike gets sucker punched in the side of the head. Nick gets sucker punched. We're on the ground. I'm getting fucking, like, football kicked in the face and shit. And wasn't, I mean, I know everybody's thought, like, it was wasn't at all. Like, it wasn't, there was no, nothing racist about it, whatever. We were just getting our asses kicked at a club that I had never been to. And um, we literally got fucked up. The, all three of us got fucked. The shit. Kept, Mike got it the worst. My roommate. Do you, do you remember seeing Mike after that? Mike got football. Pu- I remember at one point I was laying on the ground on like all fours trying to get up, getting fucking just kicked. And I saw a kid run like fucking football <laughs> ran and punted Mike's head. I, I don't know how it stayed on his head. And he was out like light. His head was just ragged on around. And Nick was was the only one that got in the car. Somehow he made it to the car and got in the car. And we're trying to get Mike in the passenger side, but he's out like a light. And I remember some girl helped get him in. It was like, you better get the fuck out of here. And I got in the back, and Nick started the car, and then they dragged Nick out and kicked the fucking shit out of him right outside the car. Like, right there, we're watching. And I'm in the back seat, and some girl that weighed like 300 pounds is pushing the seat back. We were like one of those seats that you got to flip forward yeah. from the. She's holding the seat back so I can't get out to help him. I was, at this point, I, it was a foregone conclusion that we were going to win. We'd already lost and all got the shit kicked out of us. 
But I was trying to just get him in the car because I thought the fucking kid was going to die. And he got up somehow, got in the car, we took off. And you know that kid tried to sue me? What? The first kid I fought tried to sue me for a broken collarbone. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he, did he win? No, because they called the owner of the club because Nick and Mike were regulars there. They knew them. So she called. Mike actually used to DJ there. She called Mike and said, yo, whoever your boy was, that kid got his arm broken and he's coming after the club. You better give up his name and... And he wouldn't. He didn't give up my name. I never got in any trouble. But we, for about a month, we were all fuck. All of us had fucking black eyes. Fucking. I remember I had a boot print like on my fucking. What cheek. club was it? Mercedes. It was called. Where in Jersey? Browns Mills. Yeah. Browns Mills. Yeah. Browns Mills. Out west. Out west. west. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even think it's still open. This is fucking twenty years ago. Wow. That was twenty years ago. Yeah. But yeah, I, that was the most ass kicking I've ever received in one night. And I actually won the fight. Well, kind of by default. The kid broke his collarbone or whatever, but or his arm. I forget what it was. He definitely broke something. And uh, I actually won that one-on-one, but then I got fucking smoked after that. But Mike got way worse than any of us. Mike looked like, Mike literally looked like he just, uh, I don't know, he just looked like he'd got a, a gang beat down. That's how bad it was. His face was so fucked up. He couldn't go to work for weeks, literally. Wow. Yeah. My favorite Frankie fight, um, and I don't know how I know this, is uh, you guys leave in Seaside or something like that. Oh, yeah. Someone popping shit, not knowing who you guys were. And when you guys get out, they were like, oh, fuck. But it was over anyway. Yeah, that happened uh, in Seaside. This is actually my, my last, r- not real fight, but I mean non-real fight. Or fight out of side of the cage. This is my last fight. This is right before I got in UFC. I was in uh, Bamboo. My wife with Ligori and with my cousin. Oh, I know the story. Yeah, yeah. And Kurt. Kurt and all our ladies. The one where your dad picked you up, no? No, no, I don't think so. And uh, and I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the club. It's fucking getting late. And I'm like, you know, when it gets late, that's when you gotta go because testament shit happens. And I, I was telling my friends, let's go. I was telling my wife, let's go. Of course, I'm in the club. Some dude bumps me. We start getting into a scuffle. I get thrown out. Whatever. And I didn't even get to fight the guy. You know what I mean? He's like, with the kabouts came, they're fucking trying to choke me the whole time. I'm fucking fighting hands. I'm like, yeah, try choking me, motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't know the whole time, though, while well, I'm getting thrown out, Renee's jumping on the bouncer, and Renee's getting thrown out. <laughs> I had no clue. Right, right. So I get I get thrown out. I'm fucking pissed now because I'm looking for this guy that had had the, the beef with in the club. I'm outside looking for him, and Renee's fucking yelling at me. I'm, I'm like, yo, what the fuck's your problem? So I'm like, let's go home. So me and her are fighting. We're way ahead of the pack. My cousin, Kurt. And Brian, or, or and, uh, Chris, my cousin was there. He didn't do shit. Brian? But, yeah, he, really? didn't, he didn't have to. <laughs> can Brian fight? He's a big boy. Can he fight? Uh, he wrestles, so yeah, I'm yeah. sure he can handle himself. Yeah. But uh, so me and Renee are walking. We're way ahead. We get to the car. We're fighting. She's crying. She's drunk. I'm drunk, you know, so she's crying and shit. And we're, we're arguing. And some two, three dudes come up, and they're like, Oh, what are you a tough guy beating on your girl? I'm like, bro. I'm like, bro. Mind your fucking business, man. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my my fiance. Mind your fucking business. Yeah, yeah, boy. And, and so now, now Kurt comes running up. These guys come running up. Now cops are seeing this all go down. So we're kind of arguing, and then the cops whoop roll up. And uh, my line was always like, I'm sorry, sir. I just want to go home. I just want to go home. That was my was my line. <laughs> I don't know like, like fucking help. Um, so you know the cops like, guys, get get out of here. Go home. I paid attention to see where these guys walked. So we jumped in, a, in my buddy's truck, and I told my cousin, I said, go that way. Go that way, because I seen these guys walk that way. So we're kind of going back, to, you know, by the boardwalk, and, and these guys parked on the side street. So I'm going down, I fucking, we pulled down the side street. These guys are about to get in their car. I fucking, I told my cousin, stop, stop. And I jump out the car, I'm like, who's the tough guy now? Who's the tough guy now? Fucking Kirk comes out of nowhere. 
boom, blast this one kid. I, this kid gets up, boom, I blast him again. The other guy gets out of the car, boom, I blast him. The other guy gets out, fucking Chris is doubling him down the thing, dropping elbows, bang, bang. I'm fucking getting him up. Because I knew cops were coming. Like, dude, we got to hurry up and get out of here. I'm getting him up. I bang, kick the guy real quick. Jump in the car, we bounce. Before I got home, a cop buddy of mine called me. Dude, what did you do? They, they know it was you and Seaside. I'm like, what? He's like, those guys are off-duty cops from Baltimore. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Shit. One of them's in the hospital. <laughs> oh, shit. So, dude, the next three weeks at my job site, I was expecting the cops to come yeah, show yeah, up yeah, and yeah. fucking arrest me, but they never well, did. Well, here's why. I'll tell you why. Because, I, again, I definitely won't say names here, but... That looks just as bad to them as it does to you. Right, yeah, yeah, true, That's why they true. just wanted to yeah. die and go under the rug. Because even, yeah. listen, even if you were the aggressor, they're out drinking in Seaside. Right, you know, right, yeah. You'd already been questioned before that by the police. It would not shine well on their career. Mm -hmm. So they just wanted that shit to die. That's why nothing that ever came sense. of it. Yeah. But that was that was great, you know, because like, these guys were looking. I, I was really not looking for trouble, but they were, came looking for me. Oh, who, you're a tough guy? You're a tough guy? And then be able to well, go the back bottom out. line is, who's the tough guy now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the best feeling in the world. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. They was trying to scoop up Renee is what they yeah, were trying yeah, to do. I'm yeah, sure, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. But yeah. scooping up his teeth instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but... uh Everyone, you know, fighting. Renee, Renee, you might want to get on Baltimore PD website. You yeah. were pretty pissed off at Frankie a few weeks ago. Just go through the lineup, see if you recognize anybody. You might want to slide into their DMs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but listen, like everyone's like, you know, I've had thirty professional over third over third. I think thirty one now professional fights. You know, you hold. I don't know how many records you hold, but you definitely hold one. And you, and the record you hold, which to me. It's a pretty significant record. You hold most time ever fought in a UFC cage, yeah. correct? Yes. How, no. Do you know the total? What is it? It's over seven hours. Over seven hours of fighting in the UFC cage. That's insane. Because a lot of your fights go the distance. Yeah. A lot of your fights. A lot have. Yeah. I've fought a lot of five round fights too. Yeah. But uh, you know, people always say, you know, okay, so thirty one fights, the most time. What's your favorite fight? <laughs> Dude, my favorite fights are in Seaside. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep, like, yep, they're, yep. Just, they're just so much more fun. Well, plus, it's a bonding experience with your boys, yes, too. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Even getting But my, even, even, like, one-on-one -on -one fights, though. Getting they, they, my ass fun. kicked at that club, getting fucking completely annihilated. I still, I saw Nick the other day, and I was like, yeah, bro, we got, that was, we got fucked up, bro. It was, yeah. it was fucking fun. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, I Like I said, I... I I haven't gotten to fight since I've been in the UFC, and um, I guess that's probably a good thing. How much would somebody have to test you? How how No, how much would somebody have to disrespect you or Renee for you to fight them now? Me, a bunch. My wife and kids, very little. Yeah, yeah good, good call. Good you know? call, good call, so, good call. I mean, I, I, I'm no gangster. I mean, Tom's River's not the hood in any way, but I do have a code I live by. And uh, you know, I don't, it's not a certain code. It's like I have you cross a fucking line, mm -hmm. I won't stand for it. Right, right, right. You know, and you know, of course, I wouldn't be an idiot and do something, be like a right. reckless Je or whatnot. But it would have to do with my kids or or my family. That's right. a different story. And I'm sure most people are like that. Well, I totally agree with that. I, I second that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I actually, I I uh, I got sued. Not too long yeah, ago. Talk, I mean, yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, I guess I was getting sued, and it never happened. Um, I was at a wrestling tournament. With my kid, my kid was getting his dick kicked in. He was in like a you know dual tournament with kids, really good kids from all over the country, and whatever. I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool, you know. Whatever. He's doing good. Every time he goes out there, he's trying. He's young. This is she's three years ago, and uh, Tino or Frankie? Tino, Tino, Tino. Tino. 
and he wrestles some kid, he loses, whatever, and now I'm, I'm coaching the rest of the team. My dad comes with him. My dad's on, on, in a cane at the time. My dad's like, this fucking guy pushed me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, fuck this guy pushed me. I'm like, so now I'm fucking, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. So I go over to the guy. I, again, I wasn't going to touch the guy. I'm not fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But I was going to tell the guy, I said, hey, my dad's fucking 60-something years old in a cane. I was like, hey, my man, you have a problem with my old man. Like, you, let's go outside. Let's go talk. Me and you will go talk about this. And then we're going to talk about it. And then whatever happened outside, happened outside. But I go off talk to him. Everybody, all my parents, who are the kids I coached, all the parents think I'm going to go fight this guy. So they grab me. They grab, they wrap their arms around me, and I'm literally in this guy's face kind of. And you can't do that because my arms are down. This guy can hit me. So I kind of wait. I was drinking a little bit too, to be honest with <laughs> <man>. uh, <laughs> I, I wigged out a little bit and I'm wrestling with all my people. Yeah. I threw Renee off me a couple times. I threw Vinny Delphine off me a couple times. <laughs> like, you know, so. And in the process, I don't know who. It was not me, obviously, because I didn't touch anybody. Not anybody that I, that I didn't know, at least. Um, some This guy must have gotten into a scuffle with somebody. Not, not None of my people. But he got hit, and I don't know if someone bit him or something. But uh, he, he, sa- you. he so, said he got bit. He said I bit him. Right. I'm like, what? what? I bit him. So five? What the fuck would I do biting somebody? What is two plus two equal? Seven. Five. <laughs> you get hit in the head a lot. Yeah. Why? Why do you think you can? Oh, of course, of why course. Because I'm a name and this and that. And you know what? Like, you had like money. dude, what I did is I got a lawyer for five grand just right. because I had to cover my bases. You right. know what I mean? And this guy didn't even show up. I didn't even need to fuss and bend any money. That is definitely you know? the downside to people. Th- Listen, people think I have money. People. No, people but you know what I wish? You know what I wish? Think, you know what I wish? What? I wish I fucking cracked that motherfucker, right, and, right, and, right. and 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 then the five grand would have been worth it. Right. No, I sort of agree with that. Yeah. But people think, and again, I have no idea your finances, but people think, I'll speak from personal experience, people think I have money because they saw me on TV. Listen, you know, it, it is not what you think. I can I can promise you that. That's why I've had the same job for 25, 24 years because it's it's guaranteed money every week. Just because you're, especially in the reality TV world, um, you know, there's, I'm, I want to, I want to, Dispel this myth for all of you out there that think you're injected into maybe some sort of limited fame, but not money. It is, I can I can promise you that from a guy that did it. First of all, I was never a Jersey Shore cast member, so you know all those seasons that I was visiting Jenny never made a dime. Yes, I did some spinoff shows and stuff like that, but it is not extremely lucrative like some of you think. So I get DMs all the time that say. Send me money, send me money, send me money. And I'm sure I'm targeted to some degree for the same reason that, that you just said to pick fights with or whatever because people think they're going to get paydays. It, it, is, it, is, it is not like that, people. I'm a normal, everyday, working-class guy that probably makes you know, an average income in comparison to everybody else in the state of New Jersey. So don't, don't pick a fight with me. Don't DM me to send you $1,000. If I could, I would. Damn, Frankie, he's got a lot of money. Damn yeah, <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> Shit. All right, well, uh, I guess last question. Um, coronavirus, quarantine, more babies, more divorces? Ooh. Ooh. I think you're going to get the babies and the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Both. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they'll probably mirror each other. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think any time that you put... You get this, both. D- dude, you get how both. about any, this? Any time you put... People in close contact, you get the best of both. Yeah, no, no, but like, think about this. This has never happened before, mm, right? right? Really, never in in right. our parents' lifetime. It's never happened before. So you you know how like they had the baby boomers, mm-hmm. right? 
when people came back from war. Do you think they're gonna have like the the quarantiners? You know I don't. I, I, well, the baby that was that was a that was a long time. We're we're, we're day, like day five. I think this is gonna have to go on a long time before there's actually a boom in childbirth. Not day five. Right? I don't think there'll be a boom. I don't think there'll be a boom. But mm-hmm. I will say that you know they used to say the number one reason for divorce was finance, right? It used to be money related, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the way anymore. I think I think social media mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. of that nature and I'll blame it more, uh, although girls are just as bad, but I'll put a little bit more. I'll go with a 60-40 split on guys. I, guys Fuck are horn dogs, right? Fuck that. We're horn dogs, but chicks find passwords and dig and pry and fucking, and that's where I think most separation comes from nowadays, doesn't it? Trust. Chicks fucking digging on guys' social media and trying to find out passwords and stupid. You know, if 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 you're gonna, I'll say this: people can say whatever they want about me, and trust me, they do. But I never, in nine years or whatever, eight and a half years, whatever it was, I never fucking cheated. I know you're a loyal dude. Lou's actually a loyal dude. Um, well, you better say that. <laughs> I, say, I say I say actually a loyal dude. I said that actually because he's not married. You're married. I was yeah. married. But I never fucking yeah, but, I cheated. Mean, I never did anything. I'm like a fucking kid in the candy candy store with my DMs now. But hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Or used to be anyway. I'm in a I'm in a newfound relationship. Ooh, not, ooh, it's that's wow. We classified it. <laughs> a newfound relationship. Newfound, yeah. like Newfoundland. Newfoundland, yeah. Newfoundland, <laughs> newfound vagina. So uh, the Q and A is something that we should do again. Yeah, I thought uh, this was pretty cool. I even think we should try to dib on the uh, the live. Instagram live. Shit, maybe. I meant we meant to do a little live shoot before. Can we? Is this too too? Late? Yeah, it's too late. Too we'll late. do it next right, time. Right. But um. Yo, it was good times again, of course. Lou, good to have you on the couch. And to all the champ and the tramp uh, people out there. Yeah. What, do you, what do you call them? We got to call them something. Supporters? I don't know what he's called. Not fans. They're definitely just supporters. They're just uh, every time friends. Someone, every time somebody says that on my EJ, uh, IJ, like, fan, it fan. always feels so weird to me because I feel like such an average dude. I'm like, fan. Well, you know, like, I came up with the Iron Army, right? Right. You know, as far as, as the supplement company, but I called that myself because, like, F.E. F.E. is iron, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's how I kind of, it was my logo, F.E., so that I, that's why I got the Iron Army. So we got to come up with something for the Do you know that I never put that together until you just said that? that well, I mean, it does not surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> Have you seen this hair though that I'm about to lose? I, I I'm cute. I may it's be dumb, good. but I'm good. Dude, looking. I, honestly, what do you mean no, about the to bet, lose? The bet, the bet, the bet. I'll tell you. Okay, that's what I'll uh, tell you. Yeah. The bet, the bet. Could doesn't go seem anyway. right. If, if, if the beer's got to be involved, no. Yes. What you, do you mean no? You would have had to throw that in no. with it. You didn't. Throw I did. It. I tried to, and you no. said no. Right. That's what I mean. Because like, we already shook on it. We already shook on it. You tried to change it afterwards. I'm just saying, make it better, bro. Come on. Yeah. What's next? Next podcast is gonna be like eyebrows too. Eyebrows, no. Well, listen, I know, I know, you ain't got nothing down there with your narrow fucking self. <laughs> let's shave the front. Let's narrow. Let's narrow your head. Let's shave the front. Let's, let's oh, not nail. shave your head. Let's oh, narrow your head. The back. Can you nail your head? Can you? Sure, narrow but your head? it'll burn, bro. You got to leave that on. It'll burn. It burns. My head would turn purple. It burns. He narrowed his asshole and almost <laughs> oh, died. Dude. I told you the asshole on the lips, same thing. He literally narrowed his asshole. That was such a crazy weekend. That was with the girl. With that was an fuck. amazing weekend. It was an amazing weekend. Week. Daytona. You're running around naked with nair dripping off your ass. Asshole, uh, <laughs> literally, man. just walking around naked with a nared asshole. It was such a weird weekend. Oh my god, I forgot. Do you remember climbing the twenty foot fence overhanging the interstate? Yeah, but why do we got to talk about this, dude? This kid climbs the backside <laughs> of our hotel. There was this fence that went like twenty feet in the air. It was like one of those 
I don't know, like privacy border fucking things. And the interstate. I think the highway was on the other side. The yeah, highway yeah, yeah. was on the other side of it. I he, had to poop. He climbs to the top of it and poops over the interstate. Uh, He's like, wait, fuck. Oh, man. Yeah. Do you have footage of this? Yes. Yes. Wow. Somewhere, yeah. Wow. He pooped on the interstate from like, literally, he would have died if he fell. Well, lucky you didn't, bro. We'd yeah. be fucking in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> we did some stupid stuff back in the day. Some really I'm stupid sure stuff. all of us have, right? Yeah, ours was uh, ours seemed to be very motorcycle related. Remember, we all had the brand new bikes. We all like this is uh, again. I'm gonna say, what did I have for a bike back then? Was it the Jixer or the R1? One thousand Jixer. The Jixer. So maybe two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. I don't know, somewhere in that range. It can't. It's it's got to be. Uh, I had a two thousand two um, Honda CBR nine five yeah, so four somewhere in that ballpark. But we so went 01, down there. Oh, Oh, yeah, Daytona. Uh, I had, had I had both bikes. So we had two. Everybody had a minty fucking nice bike, and we get down there, and everybody's stunt riding, right? Like we were all stunt rider wannabes. We literally on brand new ten thousand dollar bikes just crushed our tanks in because you had to crush your tank in to be able to sit on it to do high chair wheelie. Yeah, we're, that thing that that bike you had used to have a crushed tank. No, you didn't do it, no. but Bobby was jumping up and down on mine, ready right? cr- mm-hmm. crushing my tank in ten thousand dollar bike, crushed the tank. That was the dumbest way to do it. Now they make them custom and stuff. But yeah, I made a, a high a high chair seat out of my tank. So I learned high chair wheelies during that weekend. I just started. I actually <laughs> had some skill back then and just sat on the tank, threw the legs over, and started rocking wheelies with it. That was probably one of my. It was probably one of my better. I could ride a high chair wheelie for forever on that Jixxer one thousand. You and Chris handbrake days. Yeah, you and Chris were just on the parkway. High speed stuff was. It was high speed. It definitely was high crazy, speed. But, but crazy. Crazy. But I could get that balance point at like 70, 80 miles an hour, where now people do that balance point at 10 miles an hour. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, good times, fellas. Yeah. Yep. To the next time. Champ of the Champ. Champ of the Champ, Champ, guys. Share, like, subscribe. Check us out. Thank you guys so much for the traction. Thank you guys so much for the support. Means a lot. Frankie and I are gonna do this no matter what, but it just makes it that much easier when we get subscribers and people that are following it. It motivates us, so we appreciate it, and we're gonna keep keep bringing you uh, good content and probably do a Q and A in the in the future. So uh, yep. feel free to keep uh, you know just putting keep it rolling, people. Putting your com- your questions in the comment section. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. Just like the salmon, baby. Yes. Atlantic, though. Salmon. Atlantic, so we can bust and keep it moving. Mm, bust and that's <laughs> going to be our, our mantra. Bust and keep it moving. <laughs>